Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the luck of the draw. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on Luck of the Draw, the party was staring up at the ruined tower in the slums of Mirefall. Finn and Nyx charged in, and were quickly met with a number of small, curious creatures that attacked them. The party quickly dealt with them and their pet blink dog. While Finn, Zeno, and Ezrin stayed behind to loot, Graffiti and Nyx headed upstairs to look for her sending stone. Unfortunately, the pair triggered several encounters at once, and combat quickly ensued again. This fight was particularly rough, with the overwhelming number of enemies and multiple attacks by each. Nyx herself fell unconscious twice, both times brought back by graffiti. Eventually, however, the party was victorious. After a short rest and a reprimand for Nyx for being reckless, the party continued on. They encountered a mysterious puzzle, and it took only a short time to solve it. Making their way to the top floor, the party encountered a banderhob, the servant of hags. The beast was particularly ineffective, thanks to several stunning strikes by Finn, and the party discovered the unconscious form of Elisor Mundi in the corner. Graffiti attempted to heal him, but it had no effect. He and Nyx rushed out of the tower towards Town Hall, while Finn, Ezrin, and Zeno stayed behind to loot the tower, properly this time. They found all of the missing items, sans Graffiti's talking book, though Finn relayed some potential mischief on this point, and they also took some time to inspect the basement, though they found nothing but black ooze for their troubles. And that is where we pick up. So as of right now in the timeline, uh, Zeno, Ezrin, and Finn are still looting the tower. Nyx and Graffiti, you have just exited the tower and on your way to Town Hall with Graffiti carrying Elisor Mundi. What would you all like to do? Well, we already know what Nyx and I are doing. We're heading straight for uh, Dusk Sword. Yep. Okay. So the both of you are walking quickly through the streets towards Town Hall. Several people stare at you, but you ignore them and continue walking straight ahead. Is there any conversation passing, or are we just walking there in silence? Uh, graffiti is silent. He's concentrated specifically on getting there as fast as he can. Yeah, same. Okay. It, it's not too long until you get there, maybe five, ten minutes. The slums aren't too far away from Town Hall. And as soon as you come into sight, walking around the corner up up the stairs towards the main entrance, uh, there are several guards at the front who immediately see you carrying this unconscious form and they rush forward. What's going on here? We found Mundy. He's not well. He needs medical attention immediately. Uh, right away, right away! And one of them snaps his fingers twice and, and the other one rushes in inside. The guard immediately begins, like, taking Mundy from you and looking over him. Uh, we, maybe we speak to uh, Captain Dusksword, please. I, I, I just sent for him. Thank you. And... Uh, a couple of minutes pass before uh, Dusk Sword does come rushing out, almost at a full sprint out out the front of uh, of the town hall. No helmet, his dark brown hair is askew, face kind of 
flushed. You, you found him? What? <sighs> we did. He is not well, though. He needs uh, a lot of rest and recuperation. Get in, get in! And he quickly ushers all of you inside as you look around. There are There is a small crowd beginning to gawk kind of on the front steps and looking up at your small group. Follow him in. Uh, you all r rush inside and two of the guards slam the doors behind you. You see um, Dusk Sword says, put him down, put him down, and the, the guard who has him puts him down. And you see Dusk Sword kind of puts a hand on his chest and grabs something and puts his other hand right in the middle of Mundy's stomach. And you see a bright flash of white light. Something that you recognize that Ezrin has done quite often. Hmm. And his face kind of goes pale when his healing hands does not work. I tried that already. Yeah. Lay on hands so people don't yell at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so his, his face gets gets rather flushed and he looks up as you say this. Uh, where, where did you find him? I'll let Nyx explain. Yes. The, uh... The problem with the Feywild is getting rather out of hand. There have been, uh, lots of robberies within this district, yes? Yes, we, 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 we know about them. We are doing what we can. Well, there was an abandoned tower over there that has been filled with many fey creatures from the Feywild. These are the creatures that have been doing all of these things. And that is where we found him. <sighs> this is no good. And as he does this, you see him kind of get up on one knee. Get an escort! We need a cart! And you see more activity starting to happen in the guard house, in the town hall now. There are actually more guards coming out. And uh, a couple of uh, minutes pass before you see what looks to be one of those field medic cots with just two sticks and cloth in between. And they very carefully put Mundy on the cot and two guards lift him up and Dusk Sword looks at both of you. Uh, thank you for your service. We shall get him to a, a proper heal at once. And he kind of looks back over his shoulder and just shouts towards no one down this hallway. Alice, get that payment. Let's go, let's go. And he um, ushers the two carrying Mundy along with four other guards out of the town hall. And they he with them goes out, out of sight. And they leave the building. <sighs> I will want to check on him later. Of course. Who were we waiting for? Alice, I think it was. Yeah. Ellis. E-L-L-I-S. E um, and, and it is not long before uh, a, a small human woman does come walking out around the way. Uh, Captain Dusksword, if you didn't hear earlier, uh, approved me to handle your payment to 500 gold pieces to you. Uh, here you go. And she hands you a couple of coin purses holding money. 
Thank you. Is there anything else I may assist you with? No, I don't believe so. Unless you have anything, Nix. Don't think so. I just, you know, make sure that when he gets back, that he is aware how how dire the situation is with the Feywild. I shall reiterate this point that you have made. Graffiti just kind of starts to walk outside. I'm following. Okay. You all, or the two, well, the two of you walk outside. <laughs> um, the lack of attention on you is kind of startling compared to what it was when you walked in. There is actually a large crowd that has followed through the town square um, off in the, towards the southwest that are just kind of gawking and watching. Um, and you do see them just barely disappearing out around one of the buildings, uh, the back of Dusk Sword and his men. Uh, you can surmise that he is going towards some sort of cleric or temple. Well, what should we do now? Well, um, I suppose we can meet the others back at the tavern, maybe? You can tell Graffiti is uh, preoccupied with something, but he kind of like fights through it and says, sounds like a plan. Let's go. I, uh... <sighs> you saved my life back there. Again. Twice. I just... Thank you. You are welcome. It is, uh... That's what I do. <laughs> I would not let anything happen to you. You know that. Let's go meet our friends, yeah? Yeah. And off we go to Neverland. Okay. The two of you make your way back to the Bleeding Glass. Uh, Finn and Zeno. Is there anything the two of you particularly want to do once you have finished investigating the remains of the tower? I assume we would just meet up with them. I thought that was the plan, and that sounds good. Yeah. On the way walking, I wanted to keep an eye out for a bathhouse, though. But other than that... <laughs> <laughs> Zeno's still all sticky and gross. You very much are, and you are getting a few... <laughs> interested looks uh, as you walk out of the slums. <laughs> um, I'll wave to the people who look. <laughs> yeah. um, go ahead go ahead and make a charisma check for me, Zeno. That's a 12. Okay. Uh, you don't see one on your way back, but you are informed that there is um, a bathhouse called Water and Wine, and it is just off the market, kind of behind the scholarly schooner. Okay. Did you want to stop there? 
Uh, if we have time. I think Ezrin's probably worried about Mundy, though. I don't know. Uh, yes, I would like to see what happened with Nyx and Graffiti. I'll nod and head to the Bleeding Glass. <laughs> okay. On your way to the Bleeding Glass, uh, the three of you get into the center square of the city, and there is kind of just a general buzz in this area. Um, through the grapevine, you hear that probably 20 minutes or so ago, Captain Dusk Sword and a group of Iron Claw uh, took an individual on a cot and were sprinting through town. The individual was covered, so they don't know who it was, but it is quite the gossip at the moment, speculating who it might have been. I guess they safely got him to the sword. I'll just continue. Okay. Five or so minutes later, just walking through the crowd, the three of you do meet back up with Nyx and Graffiti in the Bleeding Glass. I wave them over as the entry. I'll just approach Nyx and, and like, stop in front of her. Just be like, do your magic thing. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened after we left? I'll start. Press to digitating. Yeah. Gra gra graffiti and Nyx. You see Zeno definitely more so than the other two. Zeno is probably up to about his mid chest in just what looks to be tar. Like it is a thick, nasty, smelly substance. And Zeno, as you're walking in, you actually see looking behind you that you are actually trailing bits of this gunk into the tavern. And there are people behind you who are looking at you and just holding their noses shut. Like, he smells and looks a mess. Finn and, Finn and Ezra, it's, it's a little bit better, but Zeno's definitely the worst. <laughs> you, see, you, you see Willow on the uh, table, kind of like, shaking her head, or shaking his head, kind of like, the fuck is that smell? Finn challenged me to keep going in, so I went in. It's his fault. Going into where? A sewer? No, like the sewers patient. didn't spell this bad. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? Just the... Uh... Could you please clean him? Shit. I'm working on it. It was a whole lot of... whatever is covering him. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> It, it, it takes a couple minutes, Nyx, but you're eventually able to get rid of the smell and the gunk from all three of them. <laughs> That's better. It's kind of like putting all three of them through a car wash. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, does anybody need a uh, heal? Anyone uh, feeling poor? I'm, I have one healing spell left if anyone needs uh, a little bit of a pick-me-up. No, I feel perfectly fine. Well, I think that depends on what we want to do for the rest of the day. 
So on the one hand, I don't think you and I especially are very well equipped to no. do much of anything else. However, I am very... All of these different things from the Feywild, I'm very worried about that portal staying open. Mm. I agree with Nick. I believe we should stick with our plan to uh, wait for Ezrin's weapon to be finished and then check that place out once more. Well, we were planning on doing that before it was finished. We were going to go tonight and mm. then things got a little out of hand. Yeah, I think uh, time might be of the essence. There was a lot of scary shit up in that tower, and if we wait any longer, it could get worse. Yeah. Not the same mind. I wouldn't want to tackle a bunch of those things again. I mean, I do have the ability to cast Dispel Magic twice today. So it is possible that we can just go and hopefully close the portal and that will be it. But if by chance we find our way into the Feywild itself, we are definitely not ready. No. After we killed some, do you think there's going to be some creatures over there trying to guard the gate? Don't know. Mm, refresh my memory, there was nothing there the first time we went, right? Yeah, it wasn't open. But we were there at night, though, right? Yes. We still do not know what triggers the gate. All we know is that it only seems to be open at night. But not every night. Is there anything that you learned from your studies, Nix, that uh, would indicate why a gate opens and uh, any patterns? Uh... We could try l walking over there and looking like a target. We would we would be a target. I have nothing left to do. <laughs> I would be throwing sticks. Then it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what time is it? It's middle afternoon. Yeah. So we could sleep and then go tonight. I suppose we could do that. What does Ezrin think? I think he wants to close the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Ezrin is rather pensive and just kind of staring off into the distance. I was going to say, he's probably drinking. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't moved into drinking yet. He looks really deep in thought about something. Hmm. Hmm. Well, either way... Oh, uh, Nyx has our payment, by the way. Oh, yes. There's a hundred for each of us. Cha-ching. Oh, yeah, uh, what did, what did he say? The captain. Uh, well, we informed him of the situation, but he was, uh, pretty quick to get Mandy out of there. Yeah. I don't even think we really got uh, across uh, that the crime sprees were related to the Feywild. I think he was so focused on Monday that he wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. At least informed him now, and I guess we'll go from there. Well, 
if there is a risk of anything bad happening at the portal, and we intend on going out tonight, then I have some shopping to do! <laughs> you just got money and you're already spending it? So, so what exactly is our plan? Are we going to rest now? Or are we just going to go tonight? What's what's the plan? I say we rest and then go. What if we find nothing again? We close then, the portal. Assuming the portal is there tonight. Yeah. But I suppose if worst comes to worst, it's not open tonight. We go through our day tomorrow and we try again tomorrow night. Which means everyone will be drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If that's if, the plan, let's... Uh... If the portal is there tonight, I suggest you don't walk up to it and touch it graffiti like you did the thing on the he stairs. He just crosses his arms. <laughs> he just crosses his arms and looks at you. Hey. <laughs> if I hadn't touched it, we wouldn't have gotten through. Someone had to do it. Alright then. Let's pack it in for the evening. I'll move over to Ezra and just kind of nudge him. Like, hey, take out your drums. See if you can synchronize with me. And I'll start playing my harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead and make the <laughs> performance check. Alright. That's an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Not my best. There's an actual harmonica check. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, from now on, Zeno, you don't need to do harmonica, you could just do performance. Yeah, Aww. that's true. <laughs> They're so. both the same though right now. Yeah, I do like seeing harmonica appear. <laughs> well, well, per uh, if 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 you do put expertise into performance, it'll be higher then. So you want to just get in, get in the habit of doing that. Yeah. Uh, gotta do Ezrin's d20 roll. Okay, <laughs> it's it's not bad. <laughs> you 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 guys are in sync, but it's not it's not the best. But you're just practicing, so okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's Pretty what Zeno. It gives you a golf clap. <laughs> okay, so Zeno and Ezra are, are playing some music for the next little bit. What's everybody else doing? Well, if we have uh, some time before we're all going to bed, I will go to the. Uh, uh, shit, where was it? Oh, uh, <laughs> we don't need to RP it, but uh, uh, Curious Creations to buy the Pearl of Power. If we're going to go into the uh, Feywild, potentially, and having that by my side would probably be a good idea. Okay. Oh, good, I'm not muted. I thought I was muted. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. So, is it is anyone going with him or just him? Just him. So just you you walk through 
Town Square. The buzz has died down a little bit, Graffiti, since you were last there. People seem to be going back towards their, their daily business. You walk into Canaver's Curious Creations, and sitting there, as always, across the way, you do see Thurgan, his rather rotund belly, sitting there. <clears throat> and he's just kind of got his head in his hand. He's reading a book. He hears the door and looks up. Welcome to Canaver's Curious Creations, your magical emporium for goods and services. How may I help you today? Hello. Did you miss me? I miss you every second that you're not <laughs> here. <laughs> um, that's good. I, I miss you too, friend. Uh, I'm here to uh, see if you still have that, that pearl. It's uh, the magical one. I have several magical pearls. What kind are you are you looking for? And his hand is like still still just resting on his palm. Like he, he's barely even looked up from the book. <laughs> I believe you called it the uh, pearl of power. I do still have a pearl of power available if you want to buy it. I guess. You're so cheery. How much uh, for the pearl? The pearl of power is two hundred and fifty gold pieces. Uh, given that uh, me and my friends are consistently shopping here, is there any kind of discount you could provide? Currently, I only see you. Where are your friends if they are such frequent shoppers? Oh, I'm sure they will be along again. Go ahead and make persuasion check. Did you say something? I must have missed it if it didn't come through. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Okay, yeah, that didn't come through. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, first roll of the night, guys. No, second roll. 17. Not bad for a zero. I believe that my purveyor, Aphelius Canaver, would authorize me to make a small discount for such repeat customers. I would give it okay. to you for 230 gold. I think that is more than fair. Thank you, I appreciate that. And I'll uh, give him the 230 gold. Okay. You have the Pearl of Power now. So I will put that in everyone's journals. have to give it to you man just give, give me a second oh okay i thought i just had to grab it from the in the inventory thingy oh i uh, i don't know if it'll let you add it to your inventory or not oh okay is there anything else i can assist you with this afternoon no my friend you have been of uh, great assistance you have a wonderful day you too. And he just slops down back into his stool and goes back to reading his book. Okay. And I will head back to the bar. Okay. Tavern. 
Finn, Zeno, anything the two of you want to do this this evening and afternoon? Just grabbing something to eat. Uh, do we have rooms or do we have to pay for them? We. Uh... Did we finally buy in bulk? I think we did. Yeah, I we think did. we bought we in bulk for. End of the week that we have. Yes, you do. You guys have rooms until Ezrin's sword is ready. I'll just eat and then uh, go sleep until it's time to go. Yeah, same. Okay. So, going to sleep now. You'll wake up around midnight. That's the goal, isn't it? Or is it midnight right now? No, we'll wake up at midnight. Yeah, if if you all went to sleep right now, you would wake up around midnight. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what we're going for. Yep. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay. I don't hear any objections. You all... Ezra, what do you think? <laughs> well, I think that we're finally going to go settle this portal idea, so I'm I'm good with it. Alright, well, let's go. He's getting better at it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What are we... Do we cover any um, spells for the sleep, or...? Uh, yes, long rest, you recover everything that you would get on a normal long rest. Okay. Nice. And, uh, two hit dice we recover? Up to? Uh, you get half rounded up. Half rounded up. So, okay. so three. Nice. I'm back to normal. Ah, I feel so good. I will reset Ezrin's stuff for him. Did you guys already fight something without me? Hey! Hey! <laughs> Yo, Josh is getting really good at that, Ezrin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so lifelike. It's on point. <laughs> Man. So you all wake up around midnight after your exhausting day and you come down to a tavern that's that's fairly rowdy uh you actually see rumble is is down and he is uh swirling the crowd up into a fervor and just entertaining them to his heart's delight you all come downstairs and are immediately kind of thrust into all the singing and the dancing and you kind of slowly make your way through the crowds and out of the bleeding glass it's so weird to wake up to that. <laughs> Good morning. Let's drink. I mean, I, I was, I was game to stay and drink a few, but if you insist. <laughs> that sounds like Ezra. All right. So you you all have exited the bleeding glass. What would you all like to do as you walk outside? Pray. <laughs> <laughs> Just head straight to that portal. Yep. 
Graffiti's gonna be praying the whole way there. Please go well, please go well, please go well. The <laughs> thunder bless us, please. As we're as we're walking, I'm going to ask Graffiti why he's so afraid of everything. <laughs> you should stay more vigilant. Your god can't protect you the whole way. <laughs> uh, uh He actually looks offended uh, by by your comments. Doesn't really say anything. Goes back to brain. <laughs> I asked you questions. I think we... it was genuine. Well, he kind of thinks to himself for a minute. To be honest, after seeing the condition Mundi was in, I am not uh, looking forward to this at all. That's fair. Hey exactly why we need to stop it from spreading this around this whole town or further just kind of takes a deep sigh I dare say you have better friends than Monday hmm. I hope he's alright let's just get this over with you we should approach carefully I think the portal's open there's no telling what might be outside of it I can send uh, Willow up ahead to scout from above maybe get mm -hmm. us a little bit of an, uh, an advantage that way so Willow will fly very high above us and uh, we'll say like a hundred like a hundred feet exactly away so I can still communicate with him And your muted DM, in case you didn't know. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> Are you all moving directly out of the city? Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't like that question. Yeah, I assume we were taking the same path we took to get there the first time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I assume we stealth at least some point like once we get to the trees i assume we don't start stealthing until we get to the entrance of those mm. trees the the entrance of the like the forest itself or the entrance of the grove the trees yeah yeah the forest itself i'll think like right near like that other side of the lake where we started heading in the first time yeah Agreed. Okay. That's where we start stealthing. So, yep. Yeah. So you all head out of the city, walking through the gates, past the several members of the Iron Claw who are standing guard over the gates, walking north out of the city. You soon veer off of the path, off towards Lake Mire, tracing your steps from the last time you went around this lake. Ah, uh, memories. <laughs> is the dead fish carcass still there on the way? <laughs> <laughs> it has been several days. No. It <laughs> it's just bones. Is is Willow already scouting ahead, Graffiti? Yeah, Willow's uh, 100 feet ahead of us up in the air. 
trying to get a beat on what's going on ahead of us. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check for Willow. Mm -hmm. 13. Does Willow get advantage on this perception check? Yes, he does. 16. Willow flies up. Are you actually looking through his eyes, or are you just sending him ahead to like report anything that he sees? Um, I'll put my hand on uh, whoever's shoulders nearest to me and, and look through his eyes, see if I can spot anything. Okay. As you all veer off and begin to walk around the lake, Graffiti puts his hand on, on her shoulder and begins to walk along with all of you. Willow... <laughs> flies up and just kind of coasts over the entire lake itself looking out uh, Willow sees very similar to the first night that you were here um, those uh, fishermen who were out in the middle of the lake night fishing every once in a while he'll see a little flash of movement a little rabbit off in the distance and he also catches a little bit of movement in between the trees and the forest, though the branches are a little too thick to make it out. It's just quick movement. Okay. Let's see. Close. And that and that movement is right towards the uh, towards the entrance of where you all went into the trees. Okay. So we haven't entered the forest yet. No, you guys are walking around the lake right now. Okay. I'll be sort of uh, uh, echoing every, everything you just said to the group as I walk, just so everyone knows what I'm looking at. Maybe we should uh, start our stealthy approach now, then. Still got quite a ways to go. Just if, it, if something is moving through those trees, I don't want to gather any unwanted attention. Well, the longer we stealth, the longer we have to depend on some of you to not step on any twigs. Yes, but if we barge in there, then it's just as good as me making as loud of a ruckus as I can. Better to be safe than sorry, I say. Alright. Graffiti can't hear any of this. <laughs> Maybe uh, split the distance, go a little farther, and then we'll start uh, trying to be sneaky as we get closer. Okay. You all continue to move around the lake. Eventually find your way to that spot of forest where you initially camped. Mm. And ambushed an unsuspecting Kev. <laughs> so you all are about to enter the forest. Are you going in? Stealthily. Stealth-like. And Willow is still going to be in the sky. Because I want her to... I keep saying her. Thanks, Azure. <laughs> you started that. Him. I want him to be able to see the grove uh, before we're able to, like, get out of the trees, basically. You are so very welcome. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make uh, go ahead and make another perception check for Willow. 
Okay. And everybody else, go ahead and roll stealth checks. Ooh, natural 20 for the perception check. A 12. You, you can take that off GM, by, by the way. You don't need to send it to me. I didn't even realize it was on that. My bad. Woo, starting off good. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. Oh, you should have been a halfling. Yeah, I should have been a halfling. You're right. yeah. This is the most stealthy party <laughs> ever. Why do we even bother? We should never. I know we should never try to sneak anywhere. Zeno <laughs> so, you know, will start getting irritated and just like sort of push Esmond. Like, stop being so loud. You're messing me up. <laughs> I feel like my feet have gotten bigger or something. These boots are not working. Yeah, don't you get advantage with that? What do they do? It cancels his disadvantage. Yeah, it cancels, yeah. <laughs> he still failed. Miserably. <laughs> okay, so that is a 12, a 9, a 19, a 1, and a 9. I love this party so much. So you all begin moving through the forest... And Ezrin, much like his time in the sewers, is quite happy just to be in, in a place that's not inside. He is very in his own element, just kind of humming and singing along, lightly bashing his sword against his shield. He is quite happy. <laughs> um, Nyx and uh, Graffiti are kind of giving him the stank eye, so every now and then they're kind of tripping over something, but they're doing a little bit better than he is. Why so glum? Aren't you ready? Let's kill some fey, guys. <laughs> We're still sneaking, remember? Oh, so sorry. Okay, uh, the the four of you who are not graffiti, uh, as you all begin to, to, to kind of stealth, um, graffiti goes back into Willow's eyes for a moment just to kind of see the grove and see if there's anything there and you hear a very audible <gasps> and just a second later a shit <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> okay, uh, I thought he was you that was. yeah that was me I have a twin what the fuck <laughs> uh, yeah graffiti is panicking we need to move I believe I see Kev shit Okay, let's go. Since we are being fucking loud as it is, should we get, like, run? <sighs> Probably. Don't have to tell me twice and Ezra takes off. Let's go. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Bolt! Everything in the entire forest is gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great party. It's almost Great. as if I made you make that choice. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. I knew it was Kev, damn it. So you all begin sprinting through the forest, just tearing off at a breakneck pace in the in the exact direction of where Kev show you to where the grove is, because you all know where it is. And as you approach, you do see uh, through the breeze. Wait, do I do this? Fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. Uh, I'm gonna send Willow to Kev to try and catch up and see if he can, like, distract him long enough to, for us to catch up. In a friendly way. He's not gonna attack him, <laughs> like some people, but he's gonna, like, you know, fly towards him and, and kind of, like, you know, okay, distract him in some way. We, 
We did take a long rest, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. I don't know if he would catch up. His speed is pretty fast, 60. What What is your exact directive to Willow? Because once he's outside of 100 feet, you cannot communicate with him and you and you cannot see through his eyes. So what is your directive when you send him forward? I will tell Willow to go after that human that I'm seeing, a person that I'm seeing, distract him as long as he can without risking his life and come back to me when I'm within range, I guess. No, no. <laughs> Shit. How, how far away is he? Like, like, uh, we talking like five minutes worth of running or? It's, it's not easy to run in the forest, especially for you all and having to help uh, Finn because Finn does not have dark vision. So that slows you down a little bit. So you, you get the sense that you, based on the distance between both of you from the from when Willow saw him, that you're going to be sprinting for a, at least a little while to try to get to that groove before he does. He has okay. he has a pretty good head start on you. Okay. Then my directive to Willow is to try and scare the shit out of Kev to prevent him from walking forward. Try to try to guide him backwards and if that fails and he just ignores Willow, Willow will, will return to me. Okay. So Willow takes off and is quickly out of sight and out of distance. Good luck, my friend. Let's go. Okay, you all begin sprinting into the forest in the direction of the grove. Someone go ahead and make a survival check for me. Uh, I will volunteer for that. Okay. 20. Nice. Okay. So... Um, Graffiti, you do not have dark vision either, though, correct? Shit, no. So I'm at disadvantage. You're gonna say? Oh, I'm. I'm gonna ask. Are you? Do you guys have torches out? I can. If he mentions something, I can cast light. Yeah, that's that, that's that's what I'm asking. Are are you lighting your party up? I would assume I would say that because otherwise I'm walking through complete darkness and blind. So I can't imagine he would be like. No, I'll cast it on a shield. So you, you, you can see, so you are recognizing specific landmarks and specific trees and pushing your party forward quickly in the, in the right direction. As you all begin to get closer and closer toward this grove, you do see in the distance what looks to be a little bit of sparkling light. And as you get closer to that central grove, you can see that there is a opening in the canopy trees above which is filled with soft glowing moonlight it is almost a perfect circle and as you look up you notice it is a near full moon mm -hmm. tonight as the light streaks down pushing down onto this small circular area roughly 15 by 15 it's, it's not a huge grove of trees and as you approach and get a closer look, you do see what looks to be just a patch of glittering, sparkling lights that seem to be just floating in the middle of the air. They're not moving up, they're not moving down, they're not moving side to side. They just seem to be there, as if stars in the night sky, but 
directly in front of you. This is in the forest, not in the grove, right? The, the lights are inside the grove. So you all are like at the ring of trees on the outside. And we don't. And then there's that. And then, and then, then there's like a grassy section in the middle. So it's like a ring of trees with grass grass in the middle. What's the radius of the uh, the radius radius would be a fifteen by fifteen, so radius would be what seven seven and a half? Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna use divine sense. Okay. Uh, you extend your essence and you do not detect any celestial fiends or undead. And graffiti as you get up to this actual circle with light on your shield, there's a and Willow lands on your shoulder. Can I ask him what he saw, or can I see what he saw or anything like that? I'm not sure how the spell works in that regard. Or how he communicates with me telepathically. You you, you get the sense that Willow tells you, like, I followed, and and you told me to come back, so I came back. Do we back. see Kev in the grove anywhere? Make a perception check. Did I ask the same thing? 27. Man. Kicking ass today. <laughs> nice. Except on your stealth roll. Except on my stealth roll. <laughs> That's a give it at this point. <laughs> yeah, so graffiti, as panicked as you are, you quickly walk around the entire ring of trees looking up in the canopies, down on the ground, underneath bushes, and you don't see him anywhere. So, this is a problem. So now we have a choice. We either try to close it right now. That would seal Kevin if he really went in. Or we go in after him. Uh, can you send him one of your messages? Graffiti. Mm, I would know I can't, I assume. Because sending doesn't cross planes. Reread the spell. What? What? I thought I did. Let me check. No. Oh, no, it, did. Well, it can. Oh, shit. Oh, but there's a 5% chance it doesn't get to him. Okay. Uh, I can. There is a very small chance that it would not get to him, but I can. Let's take that chance. Try it. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I will cast sending to Kev. Okay, what do you say? Kev, this is graffiti. I believe you, uh, just went into the portal. You should not have done that. Please come back. We are waiting for you on the other side. Okay. We are waiting and it cuts off. Oh shit. Okay. Go ahead and roll a d20 graffiti. Just a regular d20. Okay. That's the D20. You fucking gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I'm rolling so good tonight. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Okay. Alright, natural one for the people listening. 
Unreal. Oh. Okay. Well, that was a huge fucking waste yeah. of a spell slot. I mean, you can cast it again. <laughs> Graffiti, you wait and wait and wait much longer than Rose did earlier this morning, and you do not receive a reply. I'm not getting anything. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Graffiti. Are you not getting anything because he's in there? If he was out here, would he have heard you? He would be guaranteed to hear me out here. So it wasn't all for nothing. Are we going in after him? We know he's in there. Or at least not on this plane. Uh, yes, actually, that's a good point. So we know he's in there, unless he just decided not to reply. He is a shitty teenager. <laughs> he... wonder how many times he's been in there. He's always returned. There is the option of waiting. Although he did... There's a chance he doesn't return today, though. Yes, he did... The thing is, now... His parents know where he's going. Not only that, but now that I recall, sometimes he was gone for, what was it, months, weeks? Shit. I can try again. I mean, we cannot seal that with him in there. There's no way. What do you think we should do? You should always try to go in and drag him out, but who knows? How long that'll take? Exactly. We don't know how long we will be in there. Why is everybody looking at me? And oh, well, I just expect you to be the decision maker here. Uh, I feel like we should give the sending one more try. Yeah. That is my vote. Well, uh... not. Sounds good to me. No, this is not good. I'm not sure it's wise to go in after him. With how many things have been happening, if something happens to us, if we don't close this. If something happens to that kid? I mean, he, he's not coming I mean, back if we seal that. I know. But if we go in and we don't come back, then what's going to happen to this town? Yes, I, I hate to put it this way, but sometimes you need to sacrifice few to save the many. Nix, if that was Rose, you would go in. Why, that is a great correlation you make, Graffiti. Let's just go get his parents and send them through. That was not my point. don't know. Well, I don't feel right about leaving him, and I'm gonna start walking forward. Wait, Zeno, hold on. Wait. Well, hold on, Zeno. I, I don't either, but we need be prepared. I think we're as, pre as prepared as we're going to be. Uh, hold on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, meta here. Okay, uh, Nyx, when she did her research, did she say anything about the time, potential time warping in her research? You did, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
okay, hold on. Let, let's let's think about this. If you guys want to wait well, here, give me a week. If I'm not back, just close it on me too, and I'm gonna keep walking uh, forward. My brain's not translating this right. If he was if he was gone months, then time is going by really fast in there, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's, it, it it's not necessarily that time that time is going fast. The the Feywild has, the ma the magical properties of the Feywild, you could be in there for two days, but when you exit, it's two years later. So you don't oh, know that time is different. You you could also be in there for two days, and you come back and it's two minutes later. Oh, so it's random. You have no idea how long it'll be. There's no way to know. Okay. Thus, my hesitation to run in after him. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna grab Zeno by the back of his shirt and kind of stop him. Uh, Zeno, we at least should wait. I, I think for an hour or two. Um, do we have any idea how long this portal will be open? Graffiti looks up at the moon. Hmm. Uh, so it's midnight. So, uh, is it is it getting cloudy? <laughs> I'm wondering. There are some light clouds. For the most part, it's fairly clear tonight. If it has anything to do with that, and he points up to the moon, then I would say we have what less than four or five hours, give or take. Maybe we split the difference, wait here for two, and then if he doesn't come out... I'm all for any chance. That's a guess, though. It could close in two hours. Shit. Why are you in such a hurry to die, Zeno? I understand Zeno's, uh, you know, passion to save this kid. But I also know the risks. It's not an easy decision. I say we wait, let's say, two hours and gauge it from there. You guys want to wait? Wait! Wait! Just let me go. I'll see if I can drag him out. There's no guarantee that you know that you will be able to return to us, though. That's why I said you, what if you, you can wait here and close it if I'm not back. You would be willing to risk your life for Kev. What if you die in there, too? Sure. Doesn't matter, at least I died trying to do something good. It's very noble of you, Zeno, but there is a, a line, you know. Let's wait. Let's wait uh, an hour or two just to see if anything happens. I'll wait an hour. Okay. You know, kind of take a seat. That, 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 is, that is fine. Let's wait. So we're gonna wait an hour, see if he comes out or any, if anything comes out. Okay. We'll all sit down around the edge of this grove of trees. Slowly watch as the moon rotates above with the stars. Anything anybody wants to do over this hour? 
Graffiti's gonna be just pacing the whole time. Just keeping an eye on the portal. Ezrin's gonna go up, uh, go up to Nyx. <clears throat> uh, hey Nyx, would you mind, um, mind if I chatted with you a bit? I suppose. You see, it's about the, um, the mess in that tower when I, I kind of yelled at you, um, we don't have much time now, so I don't want to go into the whole story, but my life has been full of losing ones that I love. I mean, and he kind of turns red. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I, I love you, Nyx, or anything, but I, I, you know, I've grown fond of this entire party, so when I think I'm close to losing someone, I kind of fly into a rage. I, I apologize if I hurt you with my words. I appreciate that. And I'm sorry for losing my cool as well. It happens. The important thing is that we're all here. It's, um... For the moment, at least. This whole situation just makes me sick to my stomach. I'm surprised that you're the one that suggested we close the portal. It was on my mind, but I wasn't about to throw it out there. I mean... Gra graffiti's right, if it were Rose, I would go in without question. But the fact is that instead she is on this side. If I go in there, there's no guarantee when we will come back. Or if we will come back. And what about all of the other children in that, in that city? We saw those things. The kinds of things that were happening. I mean, do we really risk it all for one person? Uh, that was my feeling, but Sino seems determined, so now we're at the question, do we lose two people? I know. Personally, I will not let him go in there alone. I don't know what to do. Neither do I. I guess I just kind of stare off into the distance in silence. Okay. Anything else that folks want to do or say while this hour is in progress? Uh... <laughs> do we want to try your spell again, Graffiti? Mm. My only, uh counter against trying that again is that if you are unable to close the gate I will not have anything left to try and close it myself you do have your pearl now graffiti yeah but I'm not attuned to it I was talking to you about that like you, you, you just long rested oh that's that's okay I didn't know how attunement worked 
with the pearl. It's either a long okay. rest or a short rest. Never mind then. <laughs> so you are very, you you are very much attuned to that pearl now. I also think we should think about the person we're trying to communicate with, um, even after everything we did for Kev. It was very clear that he was going to try this again. Do we think that little whispers on the wind will drive him to leave that place? I don't think so. I don't know, but I don't know what better better option we have. I, I really don't think it's safe to go in after him. I would agree. Alright, um, I'll use the Pearl of Power to gain a slot back then, and I'll try sending again. Okay, what do you say? The same thing I said before. Uh, Kev, you need to come out. We saw you enter the gate. Your life is in danger. Please leave that place now. Okay. Go ahead, roll a d20. I don't want it. <laughs> okay, breathe. Ten? There's a beat of silence. And you are very worried that once again the spell might not have hit his target. How are you talking to me? How do you know that I'm here? I... I know what, what the... what the tiefling said, but... I needed to check for myself. Why do you think I'm in trouble? He responded this time. He's definitely in there. But it doesn't sound like he's coming out. Ezrin sighs in a way that says, I told you so. He did seem at least like I could convince him to come out. But I only have one ability to do that once more. But I would, I would need the absolute perfect thing to, to convince him. I mean, maybe tell him exactly what is going to happen. Say, this portal is going to close forever. If you don't come out now, you never will. He kind of just puts his head down, thinking. I think we should say it in a more urgent matter. I think we should say, we are closing this portal now. If you ever want to see your family again, get out here. If there's anything I've learned from that kid, it's that threatening him does not get him anywhere. He's a tough little bastard. I think he just wants someone to give a shit about him. Well, here we are. <sighs> What's Zeno doing? Maybe add a, please don't make us leave you in there. Okay, I'm going to do it. Cast sending one more time. Uh. 
Okay, but, but to answer Finn's question before you do that, um, Zeno's just kind of glancing between the party and the gate, looking really torn and interested in what you're saying. Then, yeah, I'm casting, uh, I'm casting it, and we're gonna risk it. You better roll high, Nyx. <laughs> All right, this is your last, your last third level spell. Yeah, I know. Let's do it. What are you saying? There are many people out here that care about you. The gate is going to close. If you do not leave now, you will never see anyone again. We care about you. Come out. Yeah! That was exactly 25. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, here we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Five? <laughs> it's, it's only a 5% okay. chance. So you only have to not roll the one. Okay. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I would like you to go ahead and make a persuasion check, Graffiti. Like the worst person to do this. And... Oh, and, 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 based on the words that you all chose, I'm going to give you advantage on this roll. Okay. Praying to the Lathander right now. <laughs> Trevor is. 18? response comes much quicker this time after you finish talking you mean I can't come back I can't come back ever why hold on and and the entire rest of, of the response is basically just like whimpering and and like distressed noises I think he's coming Everybody get ready, just in case something comes with him. Yes. No. Do you want me to tackle him again? No. Graffiti's basically just gonna stand ready. He's poised. Yeah, I'm just ready. I'm ready to cast Counterspell as soon as he comes out. So stand up. Or not Counterspell, Dispel Magic. Uh... Never mind. Wait. Is there anything... Uh, I don't know how that spell works, so I guess... I would know how that spell works. How does that spell work? Dispel magic. Is there, like, a roll that you have to make to... Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. Spell of fourth level or higher on the target. Make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. Okay. We don't know how powerful that gate is. Uh... Can and just would be up to the DM if I would know to be able to do this, but uh, can I cast enhance ability on Nyx to give her advantage on her check to, to try and close it if it is higher than if it requires one? You most certainly can. Okay, uh, what's your uh, you know, your spell uh, stat? 
uh, is charisma. Okay, so I will give you uh, advantage. I will use enhance ability to give you advantage on that. Just foxes cunt. No. Wow. What is what is our plan here? <laughs> Hopefully, waiting for him to come out and then casting counterspell, or not counterspell, dispel magic. You plan to do this instantly? As soon as I can. I don't want. I want. I just want to make sure that whatever comes out of here is Kev and not something that looks like Kev. Oh, I'm not going to cast it as soon as something comes out of it. I'm going to make sure it's Kev first. I, I mean, like, it may look like Kev, so I, I want to I wanna be sure that it is Kev. I can uh, detect magic as soon as he comes out, see if there's anything odd about him. Okay. Sounds good. So as soon as Kev or whatever he looks like comes out of that portal, I will use Verbog magic to detect magic and see if there's anything odd about him. Because he should just be a child. <laughs> I'm assuming nothing would ping on him. Uh, before uh, before anything happens, I want to cast aid on myself, Nyx, and Zeno. Okay. So that's five temp HP for you guys. Uh, I send Willow up in the air to like way above us to kind of keep an eye on the, the whole area. Okay, Willow is up in the air. Anything anybody else wants to do in the meantime? Let's see, so I have enhance ability ready. Hope nobody dies because <laughs> I'm I'm tapped. <laughs> hey, you didn't think about that, did you? Yeah, no. Don't die. How? What? Uh, ah, never mind. <laughs> okay. Five minutes goes by. There's nothing. Come on, Kev. Ten minutes goes by. Nothing. X, after you think about it for a minute, you realize that based on the fluctuation from the Feywild... It might not be a while before he reappears, even if he comes back out of the portal. Right. I'm going to voice that to, to the party. No, he's on his way back. I don't know what time he will come back. Do I know if, if he steps through the portal on the other side even if it's closed on this side will he you know depending on what time it ends up being when he comes out will will he still be able to get through so if he goes to leave but he comes back like 30 years later would he still reappear i, I get it i would say based on your previous roles that you would know that if he stepped through he would appear at the appropriate point in time even if it's closed out here that's a tricky one there is no rules for time <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would be like in the ether basically as far as you know, Nyx, he needs to be here 
when yep. when it's dispelled. Okay. So what you're saying is even though he is on his way back, he may have already stepped through the portal, but not here. But he hasn't made it back on this side. And there's no way to know how long that will take. Exactly. Shit. Mean I say we give him as much time as we dare? Ah. Uh, this is torture. We're gonna have to continue to wait then. Another another hour. Let's check in like every hour with each other. Yeah. Um how how long do we have before sunrise? Uh at this point, based on your travel to get here, waiting an hour, then the sending spell, it's probably around two ish. Two thirty maybe. And sunrise is at what time normally in Padrek? Varies on the season, usually, but somewhere early, early morning. So we have like three hours, four hours, so maybe. Roughly like six, yeah. six, six ish. Okay, so let's wait an hour, check in. Yeah, the, the equivalent of six to seven ish, somewhere in there. Six to seven, so we have at least three hours. So maybe just wait the full yeah. three. Just keep. Well, yeah, that's. that's... I like the idea of. Uh... Checking in every hour. Boosh! There's a flash of bright white light. And a very scared looking boy appears among you. Uh, uh, run! I'll reach out my hand to grab him and pull him out. He's running. He, he, he runs away. Did he just say to run? And as... Yeah. As, as he says that, you see... Three entities whoosh, 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 appear right behind him. <laughs> One of the entities you see is a tall, slender, elegant, and to all the men in the party, extremely beautiful. This is easily the most beautiful creature that all of you have ever seen. And Nyx even makes you question yourself a little bit. <laughs> Long, pointed ears, brown, flowing hair down over her body. It almost as looks as looks as though she's even not wearing any clothing. But as you move your eyes, mist or some sort of barrier clouds your vision in those more um, personal areas. And she immediately looks around and stands tall as Kev just sprints away from all of you. Beside her, you see two hulking figures that resemble a couple of, no, a lot of the life around you. You see two long, tall, thick tree trunks just shaking and creaking. Let's go ahead and roll initiative, folks. Oh, hey. 18. Nice. I got a 17. 15. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> 
Finn finally rolled terrible. Wow, I have 18 and Finn has 7. What is going on? That halfling luck didn't help you this time, did it? <laughs> I didn't click my token, but I got a 13. I didn't get a 1. <laughs> we did we did pretty good you this didn't. time. Wow. You didn't. You technically did, but then you rolled a 2, so it didn't help you much. Yeah. Good lord, those things are big. Thank you, dice gods. Oh, come on. Oh boy. I don't like this. This really sucks going into this with no level 3 spells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kinda said something several times, but... <laughs> and the gate's not closed yet. Yeah. No, it is not. Shit. So all of you see this individual step out, gracefully kind of just take a quick note over the forest, looks over her tree to her tree companions, and quickly gives signals to both of them to take care of you all. Oh man, what is she going to do? Uh, so you, you all see her right there in front of you. She takes her hand and waves it through the air, whoosh, 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 in a quick motion, and mutters under her breath, Nice, And there is no immediate effect that you can tell. Okay. Scary. Nyx. I cast Dispel Magic. Aimed at? At the portal. Okay. Uh, also, Graffiti, you do still you did cancel enhance ability. And remind me, is that a concentration spell? Yep. Okay, so just remember you are currently concentrating on that. Yeah. Okay. Nyx, go ahead and roll a charisma check. With advantage. With advantage. Come on. First roll, come on. Yeah! Natural 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Goddamn right. You didn't... Get it. <laughs> didn't even need it. So, Nyx confidently steps up and... She's been ready for this moment for probably a couple hours now. <laughs> Twists her hand and fires off a bright burst of what color light, Nyx? Um, purple. A bright blast of purple light, and it actually goes through the portal itself. And you see the nymph turn as this is happening. And she just watches it almost as in, in slow motion as the purple energy, like a knife through butter, <laughs> cuts through it. And you hear... <laughs> and that glowing light is gone. You're damn right. All right. <laughs> That's your action. You still have your movement and your bonus. Uh-huh. Yep, I sure do. Let's see here. Um, That's scary. <laughs> I know. I'm going to back up a little bit. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. She's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm sure that I just made them very angry. So, um, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, I will leave it at that for now. Okay, uh, you are lucky 
that her turn was before yours because she can't command them now. <laughs> so it almost worked out well that she went before you in initiative. Yeah. Zeno, at the start of your turn, you hear a, uh, 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 from behind you. Oh, shit. Oh. Glancing back, is he is he, he hurt or? You you see Kev, in in a full sprinter's motion, but he's stuck in place. He's somehow balancing on one foot, just unable to move any further. Dang. I'll step in and engage here and cast another thunder wave. Oh, all right. At both the tree and this girl. That sexy girl. <laughs> Eat thunder, bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, that would get all of them, you know. Oh, it would yeah? Be just, it would just get the front edge of this one. Oh, nice. Yes. So that, that actually gets all of them. So that is a DC 13 constitution save. Here's for the nymph. That's a success. And the trees. That's a natural one. And a success. Okay, so go ahead and roll another D8, please. It's an additional five. Okay, so the nymph and the blue tree only take four. However, the red tree takes 13. Nice. Was that a concentration spell she used? <laughs> Ooh. It was. I was going to get to that nice. in a moment. I'm hoping. <laughs> Man, you're on a roll. You must be butter. <laughs> that joke is my favorite. <laughs> Unfortunately, she keeps her concentration. Dang. Graffiti. Um, you are now face to face with this giant tree creature. Oh, hello. And I'll put my hand on it and cast inflict wounds. Ooh, all right. Keep going for it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, 12. You reach out and touch it with your hand. However, the bark is just a little slick, and right as you release the energy, your hand slips off, and the magic releases onto nothing. Oh, that was such good damage, too. Um, okay, I'm going to bonus action hidden step. Okay. <laughs> So graffiti turns invisible. And that's my turn. I'm sitting there. Ezrin. Okay, I'm going to... Um, first off, I'm going to Hunter's Mark the Nymph. Okay. And then... 
within 10 feet of me. Yes. I'm going to step forward and use my necrotic shroud. Oh, shit. All right. It's a charisma save, correct? Um, yep. And I believe that's 15. As a 12, she fails. Nice. However, let me double check. Do they get advantage? Uh, yes, magic resistance. So she has advantage. Natural 20, unfortunately. Anything else, Ezrin? Uh, it's gonna be it. Uh, you gotta roll for the uh, Ents as well. It's within 10 feet. Ah, yes it is. <laughs> Yay, roll 20. Okay, tree. <laughs> this is going to go well. Oh, roll the 17. <laughs> uh, fortunately, that's a success, and the other one is also within 10 feet. Okay, uh, so this one down here is frightened. Okay, uh, you still have your part of your movement and your bonus action, Ezra. Uh, Hunter's mark was my bonus action, and I'm not going to move. Oh, yeah, yes, it was. So. Okay, uh, Finn, you are now up, sir. All right, I'm going to run behind this red one and attack it. Quarter stay. Okay, you have advantage with Zeno. 17. That definitely hits. And then I will extra attack it. Okay. With my quarter staff. Natural 20. Nice. There you go. Not so good on the damage, but take it. So it's a total of 20 damage so far. And then I will unarmed strike. Okay. 23. That hits as well. So Finn just comes in, quarterstaff and fists ablazing. And that's it. I don't, I don't want to spend any key points yet. Okay. Uh, it's now the tree's turns. Uh, let me... Okay. Yeah, so the trees don't have a disadvantage on attacking someone... Some, or they can't attack anybody. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we are going to get... Uh, the trees have two slam attacks each. So we're going to get two slams on Zeno. 
and two on Finn. Because they have a reach of 10 feet and graffiti is invisible. So the two on Zeno that are normal. That's an 11 to hit. Miss. And the second one. That's a natural 20. So the first one, no. Zeno, it just whooshes over your head. However, the other branch just comes straight into your uh, into your torso. Bam! And you hear, you actually hear and feel a couple of your ribs break. And you take 30 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, can I use Sentinel? I assume that was the red one. Uh, yes, that was the red one. Thirteen. Thirteen just hits. That's another twelve points of bludgeoning damage. And I still take that damage though, right? I'm not sure else. Oh yes. Sentinel work. Yeah, that okay. that that comes at Finn's attack comes after the tree. Oh, okay. Yikes. Okay. And the other one that's attacking Finn, these have disadvantage because it is frightened. It's a 10 to hit. Miss. Is this the blue one, I guess? Do they have reach? Yes. Yep, they have a reach of 10 feet. And that's a natural one. So the blue one is... Should have been a halfling. Yep, the blue one is just so focused on Ezrin that it can't hit anything. Uh, that is the Awakened Tree's turns, and it comes back to the Nymph now. And she is looking around, visibly upset. Fortunately, she is visibly upset with a white tiefling. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why would she be upset with of all people. What have you uh, ever done? <laughs> Nix, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, great. You can do it. I'm really good at those. Oops, that was not supposed to be an advantage. Ah, 12, either way. What? <laughs> <laughs> Poetic. Okay. Uh, you all see the nymph just angrily look around at this entire situation. Her portal back to her home is gone. And she looks over at Nyx and she locks eyes with you. And for for the rest of you, uh, you all see Kev <clears throat> fall to the ground as she lets her concentration on hold person go. And you all look over at Nyx who gets a sudden look of fear in her eyes and her form shifts into a teeny tiny little kitty cat. Can I counterspell? You can if you wish. I'm gonna counterspell. Okay, go ahead and roll your counterspell. Said charisma check again, yeah? Uh, I believe so. Just read, read through it real quick. Let me mm -hmm. make sure. Let's see here. The creature is casting a spell of third level or lower. The spell fails and has no effect. If it is casting a spell of fourth level or higher, 
Make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC is 14. Make a charisma check. With advantage, because you still have... Okay. Uh... Yeah. As, yeah, I, yeah, I was about that. to ask if that was still up. Yeah, it, it is. It is still up. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Even with Damn. advantage. Damn, a four and a six. Uh, Nyx. All right, I'm a cat. Nyx is a cat. Wow. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you know what the spell is, cast, but... For the rest of you, just so you know, she used polymorph. It's not considered a disease, right? What? Yeah. What is it considered? Like a disease, a condition? Like what kind of condition is that? Uh, considered a what? Disease. It, it's a spell effect. Gotcha. <laughs> Ezra and I are both thinking, how do we fix that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, so you can move your token wherever you want, Nix, and I will move the cat token to match. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is your turn, Nix. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That that changed uh, everything I was gonna do. So let's see here. Um. Hmm. 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 You. You have keen smell. You have advantage on perception checks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, I pulled it up on, on D&D Beyond. And your claws have a plus zero to hit, and uh-huh. they do one point of slashing damage. <laughs> hmm. I am... I'm going to move over here. And I'm going to hold my action in case anything gets within range. Okay. Zeno. Okay, I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. I will try to attack first the uh the tree. Okay. You have advantage with Finn. That's a 25 to hit. Yep, that hits. Oh, I forgot sneak attack, though. It's alright, go ahead and roll it. So, nine extra total points of, of damage. Total of 17, alright. And then... Does bonus action disengage... Uh, disengage me from two people, or just one? All creatures. Okay, good. I will do that, and back up... To these two, <laughs> and then okay. yeah, I think that's it because that was a bonus action. Graffiti, you become visible at the start of your yeah. turn. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna bonus action, uh, healing words, you know. Okay. 
You get 11 points of healing back. Uh, and then I'm going to, with my action... Which of the... I'm gonna. Has uh, Bitchy Poob been hit yet? I think she's been hit once, right? Uh, she was hit once for very little damage. Okay, any damage is good damage. I'm gonna toll the dead on that biatch. <laughs> so it's a wisdom 16 save throw. Twenty one. Of course. Uh, Decima turn. Ezrin. Alright, nothing fancy here. I'm gonna yeah. kinda sidestep. You gonna say something? Uh, yep, you take an attack of opportunity from the awakened tree, as it has a reach of 10 feet. Does disadvantage. Oh, I was going to add that on my turn. That's an 8. Nah, that misses. And so, then I'm going to do a bunch of stuff to this chick. <laughs> um, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Grow up, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm going to attack my longsword first off. That is a 23 to hit. Hits. Level 2 Divine Smite, so that's an additional 1d8, um, and then the d6 for Hunter's Mark, and then an extra 5 on that Necrotic from Necrotic Shroud. Alright. So... 12, 14, 19, 24. 24. Uh, and then I'm going to make another Longsword attack. Okay, hold on. Let me do that math first. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay, go for it. Uh, that's also 23 to hit. That also hits. And then I'm just going to do a level 1 Divine Smite. And I think I get Hunter's Mark again, but not uh, Necrotic. So. Correct. Okay, 1823. Almost as much as the first one. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm gonna try to shield Batcher to the ground. Damn. Okay. So that is an athletics. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll your athletics check. Before all that, she has to make. That's two... what's funny. <laughs> Alright. Uh, before that, she has to make two concentration checks to maintain her polymorph. The DC on the first one is 12, and the DC on the second one is 11. And it's gone. Wow, you just freaking wrecked her. Nyx, you come back. <laughs> you all see Nyx suddenly reappear <sighs> in her actual form. This fight is redemption. Uh... <laughs> You guys are kicking their ass a lot more than I expected. Uh, and here's her strength check. Natural 20. 
<laughs> yeah, so you're, you're knocking her prone? Yep. Okay. So she is prone on the ground. Kind of feels bad to hit a woman so beautiful. And that's my turn. <laughs> yeah, you... You <laughs> fucked her up pretty good. <laughs> Finn. Back in the tree. Okay, you have advantage with Ezrin. 21. That hits. Again. Mm hmm. Yep. 24. Uh, th th this tree is actually starting to. Uh, look, look pretty rough. The bark is kind of peeling off in places. Finn, you've punched a couple holes in it and hit it with your staff. So that's your action. And then unarmed strike. Natural 20. <laughs> yeah, that's hell? another 10. Okay. I'm buying whatever horseshoe is shoved up your ass or rabbit's foot or whatever the hell you have. So I have one luck. It's all thanks to the halfling luck. So halfling foot, huh? The fuzzy ones? Halfling foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you going to move, Finn, or are you going to stay there? Well, now, uh, I know that they have reach, so now I'm going to stay here. Okay. Uh, it comes to the tree's turns. Uh... Seeing who, so far, the two main da da damage dealers have been. Uh, this one's going to move here. So you get a reaction attack of opportunity, Graffiti, if you want to take it. Oh, that was muted. Uh, the only thing I can do for that is just swing my mace at him, right? I don't have any other options. Unless no, you have the Warcaster. Okay. So I'll, I'll mace the shit out of him. With an 8, because, you know, I'm just useful this turn. <laughs> it's just so useful this fight. <laughs> Isn't he, isn't he still technically in range, the tree, because he's got reach? Did he really disengage? He left graffiti's yeah. melee so I can't, I can't, yeah. I missed anyway. But you you yeah. missed anyway, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so you swing out, but your mace just hits a really thick piece of bark. This blue tree basically hasn't been hit at all, whereas the <laughs> red one's taken all of the damage. So it just bounces off. Uh, we are going to get two attacks on Ezrin and two attacks on Finn. <laughs> okay, here's the two on Ezrin. End a hit. Nope. Second one, even less. Screw you, tree. <laughs> uh, here's the two on Finn. <laughs> Can I settle that one? Natural one. <sighs> and a 12. Thanks, trees. You guys did a lot. Miss, can I set? Can I set no the the one that hit Ezra? Yep, go for it. Does that get advantage? Yes, it does. Twenty-two. Okay, you're hitting the red one, I assume. Yeah. Okay, you actually punch the tree right in the roots, and and you see it kind of jiggle and wiggle all the way up from the base of the trunk up to the to the leaves and it's just kind of like flailing all over the place. Does not look good at all. 
Uh, that brings us to the nymph's turn. She is going to stand up and looking hurt and haggard. This is not going to go well for you. And she thrusts her hand up into the air and all of you see a spell you've seen once before. And there's three of you standing right there. In a Goliath camp. Uh, call lightning flashes here. Wow. Ezrin and Zeno, please make dexterity saving throws. Wow, I thought he was going to go for Zeno next and uh, Kev. Ooh. Oof. A ten. Told you not to die, Zeno. <laughs> it's a 14, but you tell me if I can add my AC to it. I'm not sure. That would be bullet number two. Yep, you can use your reaction to take no damage if you succeed on the saving throw. Unfortunately, you did not succeed. Yeah, I was asking about bullet two. Bullet two? Oh. So you'd get a higher AC. Yeah, it'd be sixteen, but the the internet really argues over the last three words of that, so I'm not sure. Uh I will tell you a sixteen won't won't succeed anyway. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> fuck wow. it. That was a hard <laughs> Uh Yeah. Well it's a a nymph and you guys are level 5 it's going to have a pretty decent DC yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it's only 13 points lucky of lucky damage also just as a note it says 14 I just I didn't change it in the actual character sheet so mm -hmm. keeping, it keeping it real Uh, but that's both of her fourth level spell slots gone. And all of that for fucking 13 damage. That's 3d10 and I rolled a 9. That's some bad luck there. Actually, it was 4d10. 4d10 and I rolled 13. That's epic. That's epic. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank you, Dice Guys. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, that is her turn. Nyx, you are up. Alright, I'm gonna cast uh, Chromatic Orb at her second level. Okay. Twenty-two. Oh, that definitely hits. There's no ones in that damage, so that's the actual Okay, so twenty points of damage. You conjure that fire energy holding up your crystal. It just bursts out and slams right into her chest. Four and for wild magic. Still no wild magic for the DM. <laughs> it's unfair. Uh, movement or bonus action mix? Um. <laughs> Do you know offhand how many sorcery points I need for a third level spell slot. 
three, I believe. Okay. Three or four. It, it should be in the in the sorcerer stuff. It, yeah, I just don't have it pulled up because I forgot to do that before my turn. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some sorcery points to get my third level spell slot back. Okay, I got it. Uh, creating spell slots. Spells to level third. Sorcery point cost is five. Okay. Okay, that'll be all my sorcery points. Then. Yeah. So, yeah. So first level is two. Second is three. And then third is five. Four is six. Five is seven. Okay. So you jump up one right. after your second level. All right. So you have another third level slot back. I assume if you're spending all your points at once. Yes. Okay. Zeno. Um, I'll take out my longbow and shoot the uh, the nymph. Okay, go ahead and make the attack. It's a twenty to hit. That hits. All right, you guys are starting to wear her down. Starting to wear her down. I was hoping she would go down. <laughs> yeah, there's there there. There are definitely a bunch of wounds on her body from the explosions of holy <laughs> radiant energy that wrapped <laughs> off her body. Fuck yeah. Nice. And I'll give uh, Graffiti a bardic inspiration. Uh, okay. What do you yell across the battlefield to inspire Graffiti? Or what do you do, I should say, to inspire him? I'll say, get in there and fight! <laughs> That's it. Right. You you have a D6 inspiration graffiti. <laughs> uh, is that only on attack rolls? Or what there is that used for? Attacks, saves, or ability okay. checks. Okay. Uh, so I will healing word Zeno again. As my bonus action. That's another 11. <laughs> right back at you. She she did she did uh, keep her concentration on on call. Who's uh, looking worse for wear, the red tree or the nymph? And did she did she make one for my spell too? Yeah, I'm, I I was about to get to it. I was gonna, okay. I'm trying to go back and look and see what the damage was. It was just twenty. <laughs> okay, uh, so I got to do ten. She saved. Uh, yeah, who's okay. looking worse for wear, the red tree or the nymph? Red Tree is vibrating in place really oddly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll toll the dead on the Red Tree. Ugh. Okay. It's a Wisdom 16. Save. Oh my god, come on. Natural 20. Okay, I'm just I'm just healing today, guys. I'm just healing. <laughs> I'm trying to missing. Take out one of the take out that bow. <laughs> That's uh. Actually, hold on. Uh, do I can I use Willow at any time, or do I use like uh like does she have her own turn? I don't know for moving and stuff. Yeah. What the hell? Am I still saying? <laughs> Fuck me. Yes. Uh, for 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 the sake of ease of this, Willow goes on your turn. Okay. Because uh, I, I don't want to have another turn in here where it's just your familiar. Okay. Then. But 
if if you start to abuse it, then I'll no. do something about it. Uh, she, <laughs> we're gonna go with she. Fuck it, because <laughs> I, I can't get it straight. It's a he she. <laughs> we don't know. It's a mystery. Uh, Willow's going to. Uh, she's she's still up in the air. Uh, she's gonna fly over the red tree and take a bird poop on it as she flies overhead. And go over there. Okay. Now my turn's over. <laughs> Does the bird poop hit? <laughs> Roll a d20. Uh, it'll let me. An 11. <laughs> of course not. It does? Okay, sweet. Yes, it it, it, it it lands in the branches. Circuitry. Eat bird shit. Okay. What are... Do you have a bonus action or a movement? I already used a healing word for my bonus action, and I'm not moving anywhere. Stay in place. Okay. Ezrin. Um, yeah, I think you know what I'm going to do. Um, longsword. That is a 16 to hit. Uh, that does hit her. Divine smite. Wow. Uh, really? Really? <laughs> Two, 2d8 is more than 4d10. <laughs> plus Hunter's Mark. There's a 2, okay. And then plus 5 Jesus. for Necrotic. Okay, so that load. is uh, 20, 32, 40, uh, oh 34. Holy crap. Yeah. Do you want to so, make our concentration save now, or...? Uh, just go ahead and make your next attack. Okay. Uh, very similarly, 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's burn the last smite on this bitch. Holy. It's 10 points of smite. <laughs> and then d6 oh for Hunter's God. Mark. Okay. Uh, very much so, Ezrin, as you are eviscerating her, <laughs> what is your finishing touch on this fucking note? Nice. Hmm. Gotta think about this one. Uh, I kind of like pose with my sword above her head, getting ready to cut her in half, and then I pause for a second, stunned by her beauty, and then my resolve kicks in, and I just <laughs> slice her from head to toe. How poetic! <laughs> it is. It is sad, but beautiful in a way. Uh, Finn, your turn. Still working on this tree. Want to buy a lumberjack? <laughs> Twenty-seven. Okay, that that hits uh, Finn with your quarterstaff this time. You actually hit it, and you hear a crack. And at first, you're really worried that it's your staff, and you look down, but you don't see any visible cracks. And as you do, you see this tree just. <laughs> All the way up the trunk, it just splits, and different parts of it just start falling off. And it nice. falls to the ground. One full health tree left. Pretty much, yeah. I use my second attack on the blue tree. Okay. Nineteen. That hits. 
I attempt to stun it. Okay. Don't need that anymore. Constitution save. Yep, getting there. Nice. Of course. It's mm -hmm. stunned. And then uh, unarmed strike. Good advantage. Let's go ahead and roll again. Fifteen. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, yes. It, it, at this point, I'm just going to say yes to everything because it's not probably going to survive the <laughs> next round. Uh, okay. So yeah, I'll just scream to everybody. It's it's stunned. Get it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Okay, uh, fire bolts on the tree. Advantage. 22. Okay. That definitely hits the stunned tree. As your fire bolt goes off and <laughs> hits the trunk and up into the branches, you actually see some of the branches kind of catch fire, and your fire bolt spell does a lot more damage than you anticipated. Hmm, I wondered. I'll just stay there. You know. Alright. I notch another arrow. For a 24. Yep. Bonus action? Uh, no. I don't have anything that would work. Graffiti. Right, I'm gonna run up to the tree all pissed off and say, oh, I gotta hit this one at least once. And I'm gonna cast Inflict Wounds. And I'm gonna do it at level two. You've advantage. And you yeah. have advantage. Come on, give me something here. 17. It does hit. That's 24 points of damage. That D10 shit, though. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I get 13, he gets 24. <laughs> Screw you, roll 20. Uh, uh, okay. It's, it's starting to look hurt. Graffiti's spell sends a curse of black energy up its trunk. Zeno's arrow sticking out of it. Its trunk, its leaves and branches are still on fire. Uh, as my bonus action, I'll just yell out, I love nature. This feels really wrong. Mm, that's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and kill <laughs> Uh Kind of run to the other side of graffiti and do my longsword attacks. It's a 20 to hit. Yep, that hits. And here's Hunter's Mark. Plus 5 necrotic, so 21 total. You have advantage at stunt. Okay, yeah, I gotta do another 11 on top of that. Oh, I do have a banish, let me roll. Oh, 19. <laughs> so close. Alright, uh, that is your first attack. And then second attack. That's a 24 to hit. Okay. With three points of Hunter's Mark damage. Okay. And then I'm going to try to shield bash it, although it's a <laughs> giant tree, so... 
Um, <laughs> for stun, does stun affect? It's incapacitated. It fails strength and dex save. So I'm just gonna say you do not. You just knock it prone. Okay. Cool. Just knock it over. Um, and much like the other one, it, it's like kind of like flailing awkwardly, but it can't really because it's stunned. It's like on fire. It's it's not in a good place. <laughs> Finn, it's your turn. All right, two attacks and then an unarmed strike. Go ahead and roll them. Oh, I finally got a one. Holy shit! But doesn't matter. <laughs> Fifteen. It <laughs> Yeah, but technically it was on your advantage roll, so I'm, I'm, I, I even I don't count that. Uh, okay, what, what's your next attack? Just just go ahead and roll your attacks. Just, just do high. it. Get it over with. Kill this motherfucker. <laughs> so that's a total, another twenty-five points of damage. Finn, what is your finishing touch on this tree, <laughs> as it's prone before your tiny halfling body? Just... Bashing it and stomping on it while it's down. <laughs> like the fax machine in Office Space. <laughs> Finn, Finn just whacks it with his fists and with his staff until it just splinters into a whole, a whole bunch of pieces. I think it's dead now, Finn. Yeah, I just imagine like Zeno and Ezra just pull me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drop my shroud and just kind of. It's, it's, it's dead. It's dead. <laughs> And with that, we'll go ahead and take a break cool. here out of combat. And we will come right. back with the aftermath of that unanticipated fight. Jumping back into the story, you all have just finished combat. You all are still catching your breath. You have the corpse of the nymph along with the two tree entities in the middle of this grove. Kev has fallen over and is just kind of like horrified on his hands and knees, just kind of like trying to crawl away as quickly as he can. Graffiti runs up to him. I'm going to run over there and uh, try to help him up. Okay. You, you get him up on his feet and he kind of stands behind you, Zeno, looking at the corpse of the nymph and is like, what? Why did you do that? She was attacking us. She was gonna bring you back no matter what it cost. I know that she seemed nice. But without this portal closed, even then, eventually she would have claimed you as hers forever. It was just a matter of time. Just can't look injured at all. No. Okay. I'm sorry that it had to happen this way. She was hot, though. You were right about that. <laughs> that is not a Finn thing to say. <laughs> you don't know me. As as Finn says this, he 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 he, <laughs> he, he kind of gets a little smile. <laughs> I. Uh, I I think I understand what you were trying to say now. Yes. Thank you for coming back. She wouldn't have 
if she didn't. And he just kind of breaks down, right, right, just gives you a hug, you know, and just kind of breaks down into your chest. I'll just kind of try to pat his shoulders. Come on, let's get you home. You got people in town that's that love you. You know, I'll kind of start, start trying to guide him. Zeno and, and Kev start slowly making their way back towards Myerfall. Uh, as and you look through the nymph, uh, you don't find anything except uh, her body. Mm. <laughs> her sexy, sexy body. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame, I, shame I had to mutilate this one, and then he gets up and. <laughs> Uh, be before we leave, I guess, uh, being a woodcarver, is there any way I can scavenge enough wood off these things to make a new quarterstaff eventually? You know what? Make a... What would this be? Make a... Nature or survival, your choice. 22. Uh... Very deftly, Finn, going through the corpses of both of these awakened trees, you do get a healthy amount of wood. You're going to need a little bit of help to carry it all back, unless you want to leave some here. But you would probably get enough to make at least four or five quarterstaffs, if you wanted. I just want enough to make one. Okay. So you have enough to make one quarterstaff. Uh, what are these things called? So I can write that in my inventory. Uh, just just do um, Feywild tree wood or Feywild wood. Is there anything else anyone would like to do before we head back into the city? Okay. Over the next half an hour or so, you all slowly make your way back into Meyerfall. Guards watch you as you approach. Kev, kind of with his head down, kind of supported by Zeno, makes his way towards his house. And once you get to the edge of the street, he kind of turns and looks at all of you. Uh, I really don't know what to say. But uh, thanks, I guess. Something I didn't know I needed to get out from. Just be safe from now on. And appreciate your parents. They love you. I, I know. Ah, uh, wait, my original thought. Do we believe that it's really him? <laughs> uh... <laughs> An insight check. I would have... I would have cast detect magic as a for like for Bob magic when he came out. We've kind of forgot about that part. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, um, that complicates things a little bit. Uh -oh. I'm going to say you didn't okay. because detect magic is a concentration spell, meaning that Nyx would not have had her advantage on all of those charisma checks. Even though it's for Bob magic, it's still a concentrate. It's still you casting the spell. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, he seems to be on the level, Finn. He seems to be extremely guilt-ridden and somber about what's gone down. 
and and he says thank you and all right, I'll, I'll, I'll get back in the house. Thank you. And he turns and slowly walks towards his house. Well, at least he's safe. Yes. Yes, well done everyone. Well, should we head back? Yes, this calls for a drink. I never thought you'd be the one to suggest it. Let's go. I never said whatever. As a note, it's like 3.30 in the morning right now. Yep. Yep. And we can't take a long rest for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go drink. <laughs> we ought to just uh, try and stay up throughout the day and see if we can get our sleeping schedule back on track now. Yes, yes, I'm only gonna have one. I just need to celebrate the battle. Okay. And by one, he means 15. <laughs> if you drag me around shopping all day, I'm going to need it. <laughs> you get back into the bleeding glass. It is much quieter now than when you left. Um,. Her is actually not behind the bar. There is no one immediately behind the bar. There are just a few patrons who are passed out. There is no rumble. There is no piano. It is very quiet. Uh, dead at the moment, as it is the witching hour. I uh, kind of go up to the bar, see if I can get somebody's attention. Is there like a bell I can ring or something like that? Uh, after a moment, you do hear... Hold on, hold on. And a human man comes around the corner. Oi. Uh, thank God. I was going to drink some floaters that were hanging around here if you didn't come out. <laughs> um, uh, a tall glass of whiskey, please. Uh, you guys want anything? Walter. Well, no. I'll take a whiskey. Yeah. Uh, make it three whiskeys and uh, two waters, please. Alright. That'll be six silver. You all are up light. And he starts getting your drinks, giving you all a very weird eye, seeing as how none of you are really tired at all. Ah, yes, we just accomplished a great quest. We are going to relax. <laughs> Thank you for the drink, sir. I give him a gold. And I bring the All right. Pockets the gold. Kind of, he actually stays behind the bar this time. Since there's someone here now, he just kind of wipes it down and is... Just watching you without trying to look like he's watching you. <laughs> Would it be too much trouble to ask for something to eat? I know that it is not your normal working hours. Yeah, hold on, I'll I'll get you some bread and cheeses and stuff. And he Thank walks you very much. Mm, cheese. He walks into the back. I love cheese. Whoever wants something to eat. That is, I think it's two silver. Ah, meh. Blah, blah, blah. Mwah. Sounds like vocal warm ups. Meh, meh. What time is it? <laughs> I think you said it was like 3 30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is in the middle of the night. Yeah, two, two silvers. We should, uh, 
go see Captain Dusk Sword tomorrow. Let them know what we did. My thoughts exactly. I'd also like to check up on Monday. See how he's doing. Good plan. How many days till my sword's left? Uh, af after today, it will be... Three, three. I think. Yeah. Three. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's either... The last, like, is two games is... This is a long day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a long it's few three. days. It's, it's, it's three. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the last three episodes were all within, like, a 30-hour period. <laughs> Yeah. That's why we were supposed to have some downtime, but you fuckers now. <laughs> hey, we can have it now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I also will say that for the ease of this, if you all want to just go to bed again, I'm fine with it. Just to fast forward us into a normal sleep schedule. And you sure. all can wake and you can wake up and just go into downtime starting at like noon tomorrow. Okay. Sure. Good works for me. Okay. So once once you Good all night. are ready to actually head <laughs> Once you all are ready to head to bed, tell me, and I can just start that clock. And... Just to make it easier on us moving forward. Um, <laughs> as I uh, take a drink of uh, my whiskey and eat some cheese, I'll just be like, and you guys wanted to close it before you came out. <laughs> Nobody wanted to, Zeno. Yeah. Ezra kind of, like, slams his glass down. Zeno, let me teach you a lesson. When going into battle, it's important to think of all possible strategies, regardless of whether or not you want to do them. So, don't be so close-minded, friend. He does well, have a if I don't want to do it, I usually throw out the suggestion. <laughs> the greater good, we would have left you in there, too. You can tell he's lying. <laughs> yes, we definitely did not intend on using three sending spells in order to uh, accomplish our goals. But it worked. I'm sure glad it worked. Yeah, me yeah, too. Made it a lot easier. <sighs> Cheers. To future Cheers. victories. To this victory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel quite good. <laughs> and can you believe I get a magical sword in only three days? I cannot wait. Mm. Yeah, I think we've uh, earned some time off, don't you? Mm. Agreed. A long week. Well, given that we have three days, does uh, everybody have a plan for what they want to do? Besides seeing uh, Captain Dusk Sword. Getting drunk and making money. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Graffiti just shakes his head. <laughs> I wonder if the captain will pay us for closing that gate. Probably not, but we can try. <laughs> it would be nice, but I was uh, more concerned with the safety of the city. Okay. Yes, yes. The safety of the town is, of course, important, but if we can earn some gold, I mean, our, you know. Livelihoods is pretty important, too, so. Exactly. <laughs> we we need to close more portals. Hmm. Hopefully not for a long time. Indeed. I've had enough of uh, creatures uh, from the Feywild. It's enough. 
I'm glad Nyx was able to close it so quickly. Indeed. No, I wouldn't mind meeting another one of those nymphs. <laughs> Maybe the next one will be friendly. <laughs> oh, I have a feeling she was very friendly, hence Kev's obsession. <laughs> That's my cue. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I get up and go upstairs. <laughs> oh, 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 where's where she going? Oh, she's gone. Okay. <laughs> yes, I think it's about time to retire. Alright. Finish really? my whiskey. You're not going to drink till you're drunk, eh? Oh, uh, no. You guys said you want downtime. There'll be plenty of time for that. Wake up bright and early. Seize the day, Carpe the Diem or whatever. What language is that? Draconic? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you spoke dragon. Oh yes, of course. Nothing nothing I know, apparently. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Well, good night then, and I'll finish mine. Good night. Okay. Slowly, one by one, you all finish your food and drinks and head up to bed, beginning a long rest. Yay, I got my spells back. Again. <laughs> ah, I didn't have to heal anybody either. Let it go, Graffiti. <laughs> yeah. Despite her intense anger, anger to me, uh... I did not take any damage that battle. Yeah. I made sure she went down quick. Yeah. That fr I was so pissed that she lost concentration on Polymorph, man. <laughs> <laughs> that cat was a good touch. <laughs> it was like, fuck, we just lost our fucking glass cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you all wake up around, I'll say around noon the next day in your rooms knowing that you have a few days until Ezrin's sword is ready and for the first time really since your first day or so in Mirefall really without something or a directive to accomplish so over the next three days luck of the draw what would you all like to accomplish I say we get the meeting with Captain Dusk's sword out of the way. Yeah. Let's go find out what he uh, what he has to say. Oh, actually, I apologize. I, I, I wrote this down, and I missed it. Um, I, I did the math before the session started, and I couldn't find it, but I thought it was three. It was actually two and a half at the start of the session. So it's two. So now you guys have one and a half days. Because it's noon. It's noon oh, wow. on the next okay. day. So you have one and a half days until the sword's ready. Gotcha. So you all travel off to meet with Captain Dusk Sword. You are escorted in, being recognized fairly quickly. Ah, welcome back, friends. Uh, I assume you are here for uh, a word on our good friend, Mr. Mundy. I would certainly like to know his status. Is he okay? As far as I know, he is improving, yes. 
Good. Uh, we, we, we got him to the Temple of Bahamut as quickly as we possibly could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the healers there have been working with him. I, I think it was more so a um, issue of being... Uh, not having sustenance and nutrition rather than being injured physically. So, uh, with, with a little bit of healing magic and slowly reintroducing him to nourishment, he is slowly coming around, I believe. Uh, I am hopeful that, that I will, we will be able to speak with him about what occurred over the, within the next few days. Indeed. Well, on the subject of things that have been happening because of the Feywild, we are pleased to report... I mean, after everything that happened yesterday, we felt that it was very important that the Feywild did no longer have sway over the city. So we took it upon ourselves last night, and the portal is closed. Looks surprised and shocked. Really? This this is wonderful news. Uh, Please, sit, sit. uh, Tell, tell me your tales of, of what an amazing day yesterday must have been for you all. And and uh, he, <laughs> he gets up from his desk and actually starts pouring you all drinks. So he starts bringing out, you know, bottles of wine and starts pouring you all glasses and handing it over. Graffiti pretends to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick slightly declines. All, all, all right. And he just hands it off to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> Graffiti sits there with two wines, <laughs> <laughs> pretending to drink them. <laughs> How convincing are you? <laughs> I don't know. Roll performance. <laughs> this is more deception than performance. <laughs> I can. Go, go ahead. I would love to see it. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> That's how I expected it. Five. It's like making dramatic sipping noises. Yeah, Graffiti is given a a glass of red wine, and and he makes these really dramatic sipping noises as he's bringing it up to his face, and and instead of like just like sipping it, you know, like a normal wine, he pretends to like chug it. But it doesn't get noticeably lower, and 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 when he sets the goblet back down, there's a big red circle all around his mouth. <laughs> I pressed to digitate it off of him. <laughs> oh, graffiti got up. Uh, uh, never mind. What? 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 It was delicious. <laughs> anyway. Your story, please. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, I'll just tell him about um, how we'd been led to the the uh, portal in the woods a few days before. So we uh, went back to the same place and kind of described what it looked like. Um, she leaves Kev out of the story and just talks about, uh, you know, using magic to close the portal. Interesting, interesting. Uh, and you said that uh, this was tied into 
Mr. Mundy's disappearance. How? Yes, I have reason to believe, based on things that I have read and, and from what I have read in his journal, that there was a creature from the Feywild that was influencing him. Most likely a hag. Hoping that she is on the other side of the portal. But it seems like she sent a creature of hers to do her bidding here. There was a creature that was in the room where we found him in that tower that, because of the knowledge that I have gained of the Feywild, uh, is a creature of the hags. It, it is a kind of creature that that is typically found with hags. We took care of that creature. We also took care of a number of other Feywild creatures within that tower. So I am not sure exactly how far the influence of, of the portal has reached beyond what we have found, but we have taken care of a good number of things dealing with it. I certainly thank you for, for doing this duty. I certainly wasn't expecting something so uh, elaborate when Mr. Mundy went missing. Where is this tower exactly so I can have my men go and, and review what happened? Give him directions. Yes, yes. Of course. Well, um, is there anything else I can do for all of you on this lovely afternoon. It is cloudless sky outside. Maybe the promise of a new day. Well, I did uh, want to show you these notes that I got the while taking down the Thieves' Guild before the collapse happened. Oh. Alright. I'll, I'll take whatever information you can give. And he, he takes the notes and puts them in a drawer for review later. And then I'll uh, just uh, use Minor Illusion to present like an image of uh, Leiden's face. Like, keep an eye out for this guy. He's He managed to get away. He seemed to be the leader. I also uh, pulled the, the bag of gold out of the bag of holding. I say, uh, when we were investigating, I found this with some of Mundy's effects. Uh, I took it with me in case there were any indications of um, of somebody commissioning him, things like that. Um, never did find anything, but I would like to return this to him when he when he is back on his feet. Of course, of course, I, I shall deliver this to him, and he, he takes the sack from you. Thank you. You all have been uh, good for the city. Very, very much pleasure working with all of you. And these eyes kind of train over each of you one at a time. They linger on you a little bit, Ezrin, and then move on. If you find Leiden, could you let me know? I would like to speak to him. Can I do an insight check on why he lingered on Ezrin? Sure. 20. Okay. He doesn't really give too much away. He just seemed to linger on each of you for a time. Maybe he 
found something interesting on Ezrin's face. I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Your uh, commendation is much appreciated. As is this wine. It's quite delicious. Um, uh, yes, I, I've always found uh, vampire nectar to be very good. Uh, what's it called now? <laughs> <laughs> vampire nectar. It is one of the most fine wine brands in all of the continent. Ah, I'll have to remember that. Yes, um, delicious. It takes another sip. <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself, Graffiti. Anyway, um, I believe we've helped this town out greatly, as you've said yourself, plus this threat that you didn't seem to even know was there. Um, I'm not asking for anything large, but could we perhaps be compensated for our duties last night? It was quite scary. And dangerous. Make a persuasion check. Can it be with advantage for reasons that only we know? <laughs> no, Orion Akaba. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking two! <laughs> Nine total. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks, looks over you a little bit. I appreciate what you've done. Unfortunately, I can't really spare too much else at the moment. And I did not get prior authorization for this from the warden. If I just started giving away our gold, I'd have my neck. Uh, it's understood. Like I said, I'm not asking for anything um, major. How about a couple bottles of this wine? Sure, I can, I can get you a couple bottles of wine. I think that's a fair trade. Nice, this stuff is good, and I'm Cena's gonna reach over and grab one of the ones Graffiti was pretending to drink. <laughs> <laughs> and just drink it. Okay. Uh, so, he, he does get you both, or get all of you. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll say three bottles of Vampire Nectar wine. Do you want me to put those in the back of holding, y'all? That's up to Ezrin. Um, I'm keeping one for myself, and then I get the other two the next. <laughs> unless Finn wants... Do you guys want to hold on to one? I, I think I can supply you guys on the road. <clears throat> and then give, give them the next. Well, uh, if there's anything else you might need from me while you are in the city, feel free to drop by. And if we need any other favors, I'll definitely come to you all first. Um, yes, I did mean to ask you about something. I have, um, my schedule is free for a few days, so if you needed help clearing the rubble or something, something that me and my friends could do to earn a bit more gold, um, just let, let me know, put up a flyer or something. I'll keep that in mind. There isn't really anything at the moment that I have, but, uh, I'm sure if you talk to some of the local merchants, I'm sure you could find some manual labor that they would be willing to pay you for. And on that, I think we're out. Alright. He bids you all adieu, and you are able to step out into the early afternoon sun. So... Uh, beginning actual downtime down now. Yay! Uh, we have a day and a half still, roughly, until the sword is done. How how would you all like to kind of run downtime? 
we want to go one by one? Do we want to do it day by day? It's too bad there's not a D5. You just roll it and <laughs> pick one. <laughs> For the rest of today, I think Zeno's going to go find that uh, water and wine place. The bathhouse. Yeah, Zeno says he wants to go to the bathhouse. <laughs> Nix is going to do a lot of shopping. Probably easiest to do uh, one by one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we can do one by one and just kind of go through the next couple days. Um, we, who, wants, who wants to go first? Let's just all roll initiative and see who goes first. Uh, I think I'm going to be last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'd want to buy. Oh, you're you're actually doing that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> to you, maybe. With the man with the thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Graffiti and I at least have some stuff that we need to do together. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys are shopping, like, I can't think of anything I need, but I'm curious. I'd come around. I would like to go shopping and talk to Nyx, and there's a place I want to go. Just three, three kind of keys, basically. Okay, mm -hmm. all right, we'll, we'll, we'll start with shopping, because that's easy. Sweet. So, Nyx, Graffiti, go shopping. Is anybody else going shopping? Yes, yeah, I'll take one. Okay, so whoever wants to go shopping and go shopping, what do we want to buy? Uh, I just need to go to the general store and pick up a journal. Just a book with blank pages. Okay. Nothing special. I'll say that's a silver piece. Okay. Nyx would actually like to go on her own to the tailor. The tailor? You go to the tailor that Graffiti actually visited. This is that very short human man. Uh, hello, uh, wh what can I do for you, miss? Yes, um, I was hoping to find something. Uh, I've been on the road for a long time with some traveling companions, and my clothes at this point are uh, little more than tatters. I, I can make new clothes for you. Are we, what kind of clothes are we looking for? Well, I was hoping for a couple of things, actually. Um, first of all, I would like something that, you know, looks a bit nicer than what I have now, but is still practical for traveling and and combat and things like that. Okay, I can get you, I can make you a fine set of traveler's clothes. Um, outside of that, it would be nice to have something for outside of traveling, something nicer maybe a dress all right well uh i'll say that uh, i can definitely make you a dress would you like just a fan anything special and fancy or not uh, not necessarily over the top just something plain but but maybe a nice color do you have one in mind? 
purple? I can definitely make you a purple dress. Uh, for the traveling clothes, uh, that'll run you four gold. And then I'll say for a purple dress, dress will run you another another three. So a total of seven gold. No, Very well. two. Two. Six gold. All right. Okay, so he takes your measurements and um, he actually shows you an example of one of his dresses. And it's it's what you're looking for. It's not like a uh, just a plain everyday dress. It is more of a fancy dinner dress. This looks perfect. All right, I'll I'll get started on that right away. Um, maybe a day or two, and and I'll be able to get it for you. All right, thank you. Sounds good. And then uh, she's gonna head to the back house as well okay any other I guess we can also go by topic too is there any other shopping that people want to do uh yeah I want to check out the uh, magic shop but for the sake of brevity what all were the magic items he had and uh like he didn't have any like plus one shields did he uh, I have to find it all the way back here in my notes. Uh... <laughs> or enchanted shields. Um, he, for, for the sake of brevity, he does have enchanted shields, like a plus one shield available. Uh, however, that cost is 1,500 gold pieces. Gotcha. Um, and then potions are 50 for the regular. How much is the greater? Uh, greater are 200. Okay. I will take uh, three regular potions of healing. Okay, that's 100. Can I get a discount? Can I barter? <laughs> <laughs> For what reason should I give you a discount? I mean, I'm buying three. Usually when you buy things in bulk, you get them for cheaper. Make a persuasion check. That's a natural one, guys. <laughs> you need to turn oh, off no. GM, man. Turn <laughs> off to GM. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Usually the rule of three only applies in comedy. Okay. And I'm disgruntedly giving him 150. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's a two and a one on back-to-back -back important persuasion rolls. Yep. <laughs> You said 200 for the graders? Yes. Okay. Um, could I get one of those under regular? Yes, you can. That's 250 gold. Hmm. He just likes graffiti better, that's all. <laughs> Gave me a deal. Yeah, he's a furry. <laughs> hey, you don't know. I'm not judging him. <laughs> I'm not either. Live your life, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other shopping-related things people want to do? Um, you don't have to RP it, but uh, if I was to go to Curious Creations and ask them uh, how much a spell scroll would cost for a like a level one spell, like what what would the order be? He said he could make them or order them in for me. 
Mm -hmm. Give me one second. Just never asked him what the pricing was. Here. Yep. Uh, okay. So it depends on um, what level of spell you want. On what um, level? Divine Smite. <laughs> uh, first of all, it has to be a wizard spell. Yeah. So it'd be first or third level. Though. Those are the only ones I can use at the moment. So I'm just curious what the pricing is. I mean, technically, you can try to use any level. Um, uh, okay. cantrips well it also depends on if you're trying to use this to copy into your book this is is that your purpose here yeah this is this is for the wizard ritual spell book that I have so uh, I, first and third would be the only things I can learn at the moment I think. okay so I'm, I'm just going to read them off uh, a cantrip is 50 gold and it takes one day Okay. the first level spell is 100 gold and it takes one day the second okay. level spell is 250 gold and it takes three days. Ooh, okay. And a third level spell is 500 gold and takes a week. 500 gold for a third level spell. Okay. And it takes a week to make it. However, he might have it available. You just have to ask. No, that's okay. I'm not able to afford any of that anyway. <laughs> I was just curious for future planning. Creations? Because you, you bought the pearl, so you yeah, I bought the pearl. Left. Well, I have a little bit, but no, nowhere near enough to get any of that. I I will also say that in order to do that, you will need to have magical inks available to scribe that into your book. Roger that. That's fifty gold per level of the spell. So if you find one in the future, you will need to have that on hand in order to scribe it into your book. Magic ink. Just keep that. I mean, you're you're at a magic store right now. So you could potentially buy some. Uh, how much does magic ink cost? Describe it, it's 50 gold per level of the spell. So 50 gold would get you one first level spell. Wow. And that's in addition to buying the scroll. Correct. Woo! Welcome to being a half wizard. Yeah. Gold per level. Okie dokie. Uh, no, I don't buy anything right now. Good to know though. All written down. In my fancy D&D journal. <laughs> I love this thing. Uh, any any other shopping related things before we head to the bathhouse? Uh, I need to return those books. Okay. You, you are still within your time, so you return them and Pyrock is there. <laughs> Thank you for returning our books. Uh, please let me know if you ever want to read some more. That would be wonderful. Thank you. This has been more helpful than you could ever possibly know. He gives you a small bow. Uh, and I was going to research the monasteries if I could. Okay. Yeah, or I, I think we're just going to jump all over the place. So, uh, go go ahead and make a investigation check, Finn. Sixteen. Okay. 
So you spend several hours, basically the entire rest of this day in the scholarly schooner. You are looking through maps, atlases, historical records, and you are just not coming across anything that's being helpful. Eventually, you switch to history books, geography books, and when those don't yield any results either, you start switching to personal stories. And you start kind of vaguely flipping through these books, just hoping to find something to get you on a place to start. And you grab one of the books, not really thinking that it'll be too much of a help. And you open it, the binding is stiff, as if it's never opened. And you read the cover, and it is called The Terrific Trials of Wilson the Bloodhand. And it describes the adventures of this individual who was the only survivor of a shipwreck in the Bay of Bones. How he wandered the wilderness and survived off the land for several days in the freezing cold when he came upon a lake high in a far-off mountain range. And he came upon this lake as his saving grace, tired, thirsty, dehydrated, only to discover that the lake was full of salt water. He spent weeks investigating this lake as his strength slowly returned and he was able to forage and find a way through. He was unable to find much. There was a constant fog. The weather changed rapidly and sometimes without reason. And sometimes he thought he saw shapes and outlines in the center. It was never clear enough to investigate. That's all you get. Uh, what was the very last part? Uh, he thought he sometimes could see shapes and shadows in the mist, in the fog, but he he was never able to investigate it. Did he say what mountain range? Uh, he his shipwreck, his ship was wrecked in the Bay of Bones. Go ahead and make make another investigation check to find the Bay of Bones. Sure, it can't be history. <laughs> it can be history. That's fine. Why well, are you rolled uh, thirteen? It, it history's fine too. What's uh, I assume you're proficient in history? Ah, uh, yeah, I have a plus three. Um, what would be the easiest way to do this? Okay. Um, go to locations and open up the, the map of the continent. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm there. Got it. Okay. You see the, uh, the snaking island to the top right? The, the, the uh, long, the long big one? Yeah, the large one, yeah. Yep. Uh, at the very bottom on the left-hand side, there is a bay shaped like a backward C. The biggest one. Okay, and then that is the Bay of Bones. And it looks like there's mountains there. 
and there appears and to be a lake. Possibly a lake. <laughs> That's far as fuck. <laughs> that is the best lead that you find throughout the rest of your day searching. It's a very strong lead. I'm just saying, it's far. <laughs> it is a very strong lead. Okay. Next. I don't think Zeno's going yet. Well, he's not I'm... doing much. We don't have to roleplay it. He's just uh, at the bathhouse and then spending like two hours at, at night to uh, look around for any signs of lead-in. But okay. he's not really doing much. Okay. Uh, Zeno, you do go into Water and Wine. Are you going together, you and Nyx? Or by yourselves? If, if Nyx went shopping first, he probably got there before her. I mean, you guys could have coordinated and arrived at the same time. It's up to you guys. Either way, once we got there, she would probably go on her own, uh, Okay. Her own room. <laughs> so both of you, um, when when you enter water and wine, uh, you are greeted by white marble floors, soft candlelight illuminating each corner, smells of lavender and sandalwood hit your nose. You are greeted at the front desk by a uh, woman of turquoise skin, blue hair flowing as if in a gentle breeze. It goes one way and then suddenly shifts another. Uh, she has large black eyes as they drift over both over each of you as you come in. Good evening. Welcome to Water and Wine. My name is Coral. You'll be wanting a bath. Nice to meet you, Coral. How much would it be for uh for your services here? Uh, that would depend. Would you be wanting an individual bath or a communal bath? Individual for me, please. I'll just take the communal. Okay. Well, uh, for the individual baths, that'll run you uh, a gold and five silver for your bath, all the wine you can drink, and we'll also get your clothes cleaned. For the communal baths, uh, it's it's the same services, but for only a gold piece. Sure. I'll just put down a gold. I'll uh, hand her the money and I'll say, uh, the, the wine won't be necessary, but some water would be nice. All right, all right. She, both of you, and as you arrive, takes you to your respective chambers. Um, you are both taken to similar areas but not the same uh, the communal baths it's roughly 45 by 45 and it's divided into four sections there is a central column that kind of pours um, that kind of runs up the the middle of this room and it pours out water into each of these four sections um, it is very warm it is nice there are a number of soaps and shampoos provided along the outside edge where you can um, store your belongings and your clothes there are towels as well and uh, Nyx, your chamber is actually its own like little cubicle with your own bath that kind of pours out of 
a pipe that you are able to turn on and off at, at your leisure. And she definitely takes her time and enjoys like the first real bath that she's had in, in weeks. I mean, prestidigitation gets you clean, but there's but there's nothing like actually being in hot water. Right? Scrub, scrubbing your pores out. Casino's <laughs> okay. doing the same. Well, they're off at the bathhouse. And Finn is researching. Ezrin and Graffiti, anything the two of you want to do? Uh, I'll let Ezrin go first since they've already gone. I think this will be quick too. Uh, like I said earlier, I just want to kind of wander around town, do some manual labor, earn some gold. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a charisma check and an athletics check. Charisma is a 14. Athletics is a 23. Okay. You are actually able to speak with an individual who owns a number of restaurants here in Meyerfall, and he tells you that he actually is needs assistance with moving stock from one location to another. So for however long you want, are you just doing it like for this afternoon or over the day and a half? Uh, yeah, probably over the day unless something else comes up. Okay. Uh, I will say that for your labor say for, for your labor you earn 30 gold okay uh and then at the end of the day i want to also go to the bathhouse that sounded nice <laughs> <laughs> so how much does that cost i'll just add the uh difference yeah. uh for the communal it's a single gold for the private it's a gold and five silver and that's uh, the bath, all the wine you want, and good getting your clothes cleaned. Ezra's not shy. He'll go into the communal for sure. And he'll drink a lot of wine. Jesus. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that too. Okay, is this on the first night or the second night? Uh, this is the end of the first day, yeah. Okay. I'll join him in the communal for a gold. You probably come in right when Zeno's leaving for walk around town <laughs> yeah e e Ezrin strolls in just nude as you're walking out you know <laughs> Ezrin just gives you a nod as you're walking past <laughs> ever seen a naked angel before <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm stealing my lines <laughs> I had to <laughs> I popped necrotic shroud for a second <laughs> <laughs> So Finn, Finn and Ezrin are now at the bathhouse. Nyx is still relaxing. Anything else you want to do on the end of that first day, Graffiti? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to head to, while they're all doing that, head to the tower that we were at where the uh, Feywild creatures were. Okay. And uh, I'm going to get up. Uh, not not going to go in the tower. I'm just going to kind of look up at the tower and look for a window and send Willow up to look for whatever uh, Zeno threw out the window when he was up there. <laughs> okay. Make a perception check for Willow. 
and graffiti as you actually approach the tower now you actually see two members of the iron claw stationed mm -hmm. outside of the tower itself as okay, if they are guarding entrance to it i'll make it look casual and just kind of like stay away from them for the most part and send willow up Twenty-three, and if she finds it, to bring it back to me. I'm assuming she'd be able to lift it. Uh, you send Willow looking through throughout the um, the general area, specifically the window that you see is the only one that's broken. And this <laughs> this sounds about right. This hits you as suspicious, and you send Willow out in that general vicinity down below. And Willow actually is right above the giant trash pile. Hmm. And over the next few minutes uh, is able to fly around and does find your book and is able to bring okay. it back to you. He just looks at the book and just nods. Mm -hmm. Puts it in his backpack and head back to the bar. <laughs> does smell a little bit. Nyx can fix that. <laughs> okay. As the first half of your downtime comes to a close, you all begin to meet back at the bleeding glass. Finn, Ezrin has fallen asleep in the bath. Hmm. I'll smack him with a towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what? I think I earned that. Fuck you, little man. I didn't want you to drown. Sorry. Oh, the, thank you. Um, quite tall man, actually. <laughs> okay. You all gather back in the bleeding glass. Is there anything anyone would like to do while you're together before going to sleep? Ezrin's going to get really drunk and also kind of admire how clean everyone is and then look over to Graffiti and say, Really? He's the only one <laughs> that didn't take a bath today? Yeah, why didn't you go, Graffiti? What do I smell? In fact, you, you kind of smell worse. Do I? Hey, even his bird smells. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just looks at Nyx could you uh, do anything about the smell yes of course <laughs> <laughs> okay. do I hear a little bit of passive aggressive uh, <laughs> aggressiveness in that response <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted her to just go uh, yeah and then give him directions to the bed <laughs> <laughs> You're a very funny little man. Uh, I, I would say that Ezrin, even walking back to the bleeding glass, Finn had to like lead you because you were you had a lot of wine, so you're you're, you're already pretty drunk by the time <laughs> you get back. Just just one more. Uh, so. Whenever we get finished out drinking or these guys get completely plastered, uh, I'll ask Nix and say, uh, do you have a moment to spare? Yes. Wait. Let's uh, head upstairs. Sounds good. Going for some privacy, huh? 
Again. <laughs> going up going upstairs again. Yeah. Oh, those two. I wish they'd just kiss already. <laughs> as long as they don't do it in front of me. <laughs> I'll buy Ezra another drink. <laughs> Thank you, friend. I I always know you were a good good Finn. <laughs> Whoa. Great Finn. He's a good Finn. <laughs> Slurring your words there, Ezra. <laughs> this is a good fin. Not a bad fin. This is a good fin. I love you, man. Oh, you'll notice I said thank you, friend, by accident. <laughs> so then I switched it around at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when we get upstairs, uh, Kriviti will say, uh, I have sort of a gift for you. And he will pull out a piece of parchment that he was drawing on. And he will say, I, uh, I took the liberty of uh, coming up with a uh, idea for your uh, rose tattoo. Um, but one thing I kind of uh, wanted to do was actually give you choice. Uh, it is your tattoo. It represents something that you love. So I didn't want to just create something and just give it to you. So I actually created three different ones for you to pick from. And they're all sort of a different take on the idea. And he shows you the first one. Uh, he says, this one is uh, more in line with my style uh, of ta tattoos. Uh, very minimalistic, uh, very simple, uh, but uh, it is clearly obvious what it is. Uh, and you see a rose with a stem, it's very simple. So I was thinking uh, this one could go literally uh, on your arm, on your wrist, uh, shoulder, whatever you want, calf. Uh, it can be placed anywhere. And it shouldn't take long at all. Very good uh, beginner tattoo. All right. Uh, and then he will fold the paper and you see the next one. Uh, the next one's a little bit more complicated, uh, but still sort of... Uh, you know, uh, in line with what you had in mind. It's sort of uh, pastel colors, a little bit more uh, literal in what it looks like. Uh, this one could also go you know, wrist, arm, shoulder, calf. It's relatively small, so you can you can put it anywhere that, uh, it, that you'd like. Uh, and then the third one uh, flips open. This one I took a little bit more creative uh, approach on. Uh, and it would also, I mean, it is up to you, this is your tattoo, uh, but it would also require a bit of a haircut. It is a owl bear feather uh, with the, the rose embedded into it. Uh, and I was thinking if you wanted to go bold, uh, you could sort of tuck it behind your ear as if you were still wearing the owl bear feather. You don't need to rush it. You can you can <laughs> think on it and, and, and choose. Remember, this is going to be with you forever. I think I like the second one. Number two. Mm -hmm. Number two, it is. You're sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, did you have a, a, a placement in mind? Yes. And she uh, puts a hand over her heart. 
Fitting, for sure. Uh, I didn't talk to the DM about how long this one would take. The first one I assumed was like an hour. It's like simple. And then the last one I figured was six. So I'm thinking three for this one. If you wanted to basically work through work through basically the rest of the evening and probably into the early morning, you could probably get it done in one in one go. Just just to just to have it done over downtime. Okay. I'm fine with that. Uh, so he'll just ask next, did you want to just get it done now? Or were you planning on uh, doing it another another night? What? We can do it now. Okay. And the first thing he'll do uh, is uh, break out his tattoo set, uh, which you would be the first person to see. Yeah, you'd be the first person to see it, uh, at least in the group. Um, and you can tell that it's completely like a homemade kit. He collected all of the uh, ingredients to make the inks, and it's it's completely custom. Um, and I will cast Enhance Ability on myself. Uh, for a dexterity, which I think is what we decided was for these rolls, right? Yep. Okie dokie. So it's dexterity plus proficiency? Correct. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yes. So I'm certainly not ready to fuck this up. Okay. Oh, uh, a dex check? Yeah, a dex plus proficiency at advantage. With advantage. Okay, here we go. I'm closing my eyes. <laughs> Please be good. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. So that is a 23 total. That's the best tattoo I've done yet. I was going to say, I don't think that's including your proficiency bonus. Nope. Um, yeah, I just added it after. Yeah. So long, <sighs> after, long after the rest of the party has drunken themselves into a stupor, <laughs> wandered their way up to bed, <laughs> said goodnight to Zeno across the way. Ezra. <laughs> Graffiti and Nyx are still up in, and I assume Graffiti and Finn's room. Finn is just kind of letting them have their, their moment, waiting for them to finish up. And it's probably two or three in the morning by the time you finally get it done graffiti mm. and you have never concentrated on something this much before you focus on the intimate little details as much as you can making sure that all of the shading is correct all of the little intricate uh, outlets on the leaves are just so and as the sweat is dripping down off your brow, you wipe it away, the last few little pricks into Nyx's skin. Pull back and kind of dab it a little bit with a cloth. In your mind, it is probably your finest work yet. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and I'll, like, cast a heal spell on it to, to heal it quickly. 
Okay. As, as soon as he's finished, Nick, he reaches out and it was on your hand, correct? Or where, where do you want it? Heart. Over her heart. Yeah, over over the heart. Okay. So just kind of uh, pulling your, your blouse down a little bit. He kind of reaches out and puts his hand on your shoulder and releases that healing energy and the skin, the inflammation immediately starts to subside. There we go. All done. Just kind of sits and admires it for a moment. That kind of blinks away a few tears and it's it's perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. You are the first person I've actually tattooed. All of mine have been uh, for me. Moment. And closes up his tattoo kit and puts it away. I... Before we go to bed, there was something I wanted to talk to you about. Sure. She uh, kind of takes a deep breath and, and reaches into the bag of holding, pulls out the sending stone. I I haven't used it yet because well first I wanted to make sure we are we were away from Rose hmm. but also I think I was still scared well. I think it's time that I use it kind of sits and ponders for a second. I was actually going to ask you about that. There is a... Uh, it's very something uh, similar to uh, what I've been dealing with, actually. Ever since I obtained the Sending spell, I've been uh, trying to decide if I want to reach out to Parak or not. Through if he is really alive that uh, would change a lot well if you're going to be brave and use that stone I think I will too before I do this uh the biggest thing about it is that once I use it, there is no turning back. He will know that that I know that he is following us. And I think once I use it, there is going to be a confrontation of some sort eventually. So there's something I'd like to get off my chest before. When, when we first met, I, I don't know what it was, but I trusted you immediately. Even though I offended you with my god speak? <laughs> Even then. And I certainly tried to talk myself out of it. I, I had gone so long without trusting anyone, and that's why I was... Life. 
that despite all of that, I, I couldn't help it. Uh, trusted you. And ever since then, you've... You've st stood by me, despite all of the danger that it has put you in. Comforted me and protected me. I mean, if someone had told me just a couple of months ago how much I would not only come to trust you, but depend on you. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to me how quickly things have changed. Indeed. When I left the uh, temple, the last thing on my mind was, hey, let's uh, go investigate a dragon cave and, you know, fight Feywild creatures. <laughs> it's not on my uh, list of things to do. It was uh, just a jump to uh, travel with anyone, and I traveled alone for a very long time. So I know what you mean. She kind of gets a contemplative look on her face for a second. And then she motions for him to lean over so she can whisper something in his ear. Graffiti leans. And when he does, I kiss him. And Graffiti does not know what to do. <laughs> And then she'll kind of back away. Uh, Graffiti's just like staring, doesn't really know how to react. He's like, oh. Uh, she just kind of nods and says, good night, and leaves the room. And graffiti sits there pondering what just happened. And that's where we'll go ahead and close the session.